Here we go, guys. Welcome to All In Entrepreneurs, All In Podcast, All In Nation, episode number 10. And, uh, you know, let me introduce myself, Carlos Reyes. I'm a serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona, alongside with my business partner. My name is Sal Shakir. I'm a refugee from Iraq, and I could not have dreamed this today. Just plain stud. <laughs> Just plain stud, right? And guys, Alex Sines here, 22-year-old real estate entrepreneur here in Phoenix, Arizona. Started at the age of 18, and uh, now 22, have closed over 200 deals, uh, thanks to a lot from this guy right driving here. Driving up in his Bentley, <laughs> parking it backwards what in would the you, parking what, lot. Before, well, right? well, let's, let's introduce Mr. Sean Terry, right? Oh my so God. before we even get to the stories, um, <laughs> yeah. guys, um, I am honored, privileged. This is a, this is a big deal uh, for me, and I know it is a big deal for these guys. And you know what? Don't get me wrong. In the future, yeah, we might have you know some gigantic people like you know Charlie Rocket, Eric Thomas, blah, 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 blah. But this man right here, means so much to us on a different level and let me tell you why in 2015 2015 sal myself and alex we came up under this man's content we attended two of his flip to freedom events and our lives were forever changed and you know this is mr sean terry aka flip to freedom aka one of the pioneers in the game and uh and one of the leaders and and still a leader in the game and Man, thank you for being here, man. Well, I can tell you that, um, first off, I'm thoroughly impressed with all your guys' operations. So I walked in their office, this huge office, amazing, all these dynamic people. Everyone's excited. Everyone is, you know, going out doing their job. And uh, it's completely, talk about a first-class operation you guys wow. have literally thank taken. You taken you know maybe one or two or three golden nuggets that i might have given you and literally taken it to a whole different level and just literally have you've given us a lot more by the way the, more, know, than the few, hope? more than a few yeah, yeah. like that hope from the first time yeah the right. hope that you actually oh can God. do it but i mean the what mindset you, what you sure. guys created is just absolutely phenomenal and i'm i'm definitely honored to be Thank here you. and and uh that. there's nothing more um exciting to see you know you know people that you know, that take the information and do everything, you know, good. I mean, you guys are not only now crushing it in business. I think you did, what, 30 deals in the last two weeks. That, yeah, that yeah, my friends, is insane. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, and yeah. not only, you got an event coming up tomorrow, VIP right? day, yeah. for All In Nation, right, coming in. And you got a bunch of people coming in that you're going to inspire and motivate, educate, that maybe five years from now or ten years from now or two or three years from now, you're going to be sitting on their podcast and be doing the same thing. There's nothing like being able to change someone's life. You know what I mean? Can I can I say yeah, something? Yeah, please say yeah. Um, I, I I truly genuinely believe if it wasn't for you, this event would not be happening. At least for me, I, I know that if it wasn't for your content, I would not be here today. Right. Um. And therefore, I wouldn't be partnered with these guys to do this event. So yeah. it, it's it's amazing to see how it can trickle down from you taking action and, and exposing yourself out there and, and giving value to now this. So I just want to bring that well, up. Yeah, I and that. and uh, I, I want to ask you, uh, I mean, we're going to ask you a bunch of questions, but let me ask you a few. Um, did you ever think, I, and I know that you've, you've helped a lot of people along the way. There's so many people out there, right? Like, um, you know, the Tyler Whites and the Scott Oots, which, you know, we, we know them pretty well. Uh, you've helped a lot of people. You've impacted, the word is impacted. You've impacted a lot of people. But did you ever imagine this year? You know, have you ever been in this situation where three people that you've directly impacted 
you know, now you're on their podcast, which, you yeah. know, flipped, flipped, to, flipped yeah. to Freedom Podcast was, I mean, that right? That yeah. was the podcast. And it's still, uh, from what I hear, is still a podcast. Did you ever imagine impacting to this level? Actually, and how does that feel? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, once it's, all, it's all, in, in business, you are the pursuit of money. Right, you mm -hmm. start a business to make money. All you guys, you come in, you get into wholesaling. I gotta get my first check. I gotta uh -huh. quit my job. I gotta go full time. I gotta do out and do deals. I go out there and crush it. And you're trying to get the money game out of the way, mm -hmm. you know. And once you get the kind of the money game out of the way, and you get to a certain situation, um, and and now you you and you mature in business, which you guys all have, even at 22. Um, and now you've time you have the ability now to impact other people in a positive way and give. I mean the the amazing thing is, is that you're this weekend, the people that you have coming are going to sit in the seats. They're going to listen to you. They're going to believe you. They're going to, or they're going to listen to your content. They're going to take notes in your information. They're going to go back and apply it and it works and go out and it's going to change their life. They're going to be able to spend more time with their kids. They're going to be able to go on vacations than they ever thought. They're going to be able to drive cars. That's going to influence their, you know, we just drove over in your wraith, but I mean, what does that do for you? Right? Yeah. I mean, it impacts yeah. not only your, um, your confidence level, who you are as a person, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, and so it changes and however, however that changes for somebody, it impacts the world in a positive way. And I think the most honorable thing in the world is how many people can you do that with, you know, and, uh, and make that impact on. And with wow. the platform that we have with podcasting, with Facebook lives, with live events, with what you're doing is is amazing. And, There's no limit. And, and, and here's what's going to happen. Because you are giving and because you come from a genuine heart and you really truly want to help people, you're going to see the floodgates open even more. Amazing. Than yeah. you have now. Wow. Because wow. it will it will literally create that trickle effect. And when you give like that, it's going to come back to you tenfold in ways that you don't even imagine. I just smiled because... How many times have you heard me say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Let's let's be honest. Amazing. You know, this morning, you know, we were we were just talking about how at this event we're not making money. I mean, I think we have to transfer some money into the account. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? I've done that. Yeah, we have to transfer <laughs> some money into yeah, the account. Yeah. But um, I know, you know, that, you know, God has his own way of taking care of things. Yep. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, um, it, it, it's going to change. It's, it's going to continue to change our lives, too. Just like Alex said, uh, on, I saw your story. And you were like, hey, every time that I throw an event, every time that Alex, you know, and, and, our, and us, and even when you throw an event, yeah. something happens to you also in some way. Like, you oh, know, yeah. something changes, yeah. something gets better, right? Progression mm -hmm. happens, mindset changes, whatever, and when we're blessed for it. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, who cares? We're not making money. Who cares? But you'll Lives learn are more be changed. at your event yeah. than the people will, mm -hmm. and you'll be more grateful at your event it, it, than some of the people will. It always happens you know? that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and like I said, it will come back to you tenfold. So don't ever think... You know, you're doing it for a non-cause. Sometimes Absolutely. you see. Sometimes when we, you're you're talking into a mic or you're talking into you know Facebook, or whatever you're talking into, you feel like sometimes there's you're you're, you're talking to a deaf ear. But yeah. Not. You know, uh, it's coming in, not. by the way. It's it's yeah. There there's over ninety. Ninety one. I got ninety one. The comments are coming in. It's beautiful. I mean, cool. this is this That's is beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. Oh yeah. And you know what? Just to to highlight the, our first event, I, I, like our hair almost there, like the emotion. The first real estate we ever went to was Flip to Freedom. Yeah, the first one. Oh. And wow. like the, the the first event we went to, mm -hmm. like that was the very first one. And like the first event we did, it was like very emotional for us. But I remember the first time we went to your event and 
I called you, right? And I mean, we hung out, and then I called you. I'm like, man, like, th- th- you know when you feel like you got this knowledge? Like, you just graduated with, like, this master's Some, degree. Let's doctor go! Degree. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, we know this now, and people, like, th- do you know what we know now? Like, we yeah, can control, like, like, a lot of, th- we can make a lot of money now. Yeah. Like, we can change our lives. And uh, before you know, like, even though, like, at the moment, like, if you may sound like you're too ambitious, but then things start falling in, in place. Right. And then everybody's life around you just start changing, like, without even yeah. realizing well, it. What happened? So I remember you told me um, at his event, it was like you, you got the inspiration to get systematized, and then you applied it to your dealership at the time, right? I did. How did that go? You know what's crazy? That That's that's so true. Uh, so I, I, I owned a car, two car dealerships at that point. Really? And uh, I sold one of them, and now I own one because uh-huh. I wanted to focus on real estate. So I, right. I, 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 so you run a dealership and do this? Uh, I did, yeah. Jeez. And uh, but with your you with your sleep, event, <laughs> I don't. You don't sleep. I, I yeah. need to. You need some sleep. <laughs> and because of your like going to your event, you actually opened up my eyes into like systems and delegation. Because I remember you were even mm-hmm. talking about an account for taxes and things. I'm like, man, this guy is so systemized. And like, mm-hmm. I bet you like he's like his brain works like machine and like stuff like that. I'm like, let's systemize the dealership. So I was able to systemize the dealership. So I can dedicate more time to our craft, to right. our real, real estate. estate yeah. And, uh, and you did that. here we are. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we have a bunch of, and I want to be super engaged. We're going to get into uh, Mr. Sean Terry's story. Um, man, there's so much uh, coming in. It's crazy. I can't Facebook's even keep up with crazy. these comments right now. There's 97 people. Uh, wouldn't have lasted in this business for this long without this man. Much love to you, Sean Terry. That's mm-hmm. Jimmy Two out of San Francisco. Oh, he's coming he's, too. He's yeah, he's here tomorrow. He's one of our. He's one of our He's one of our VIPs. A very good one is uh, 123,000 dollars check out there off a of vacant house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a 400k development deal too. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. Eric Felix is the, the Titans of Phoenix. Hey, uh, you know, thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, I'm watching this while I'm at work. Uh, don't get in trouble. Don't, don't get caught. Hope he's not working for us. <laughs> yeah. oh, nice. And then uh, somebody said, um, I have no car, but I'm still attending this event. Let's go. And oh, see, that's oh. what it takes, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's that, Yeah. It's that, it's that attitude to do whatever it takes to commit to your success. And here, here's what I tell people is that, um, especially you're at the event, you have a lot of newbies, right, that are coming here. So For like sure. a newbie event that are yep. coming here. Yes. Um, I, I, I picture it's like it, you, you got to push hard enough to crack the universe. Mm-hmm. Right, you gotta crack the universe. And I, I picture it like this, because when you start and you commit to something. I like that. Yeah, when you commit to something. I, I, I'll be taking, guys, I hope you guys, there's 101 people on <laughs> there. hard enough to Guys, I'll be taking notes. Uh, I'll be taking notes, so I'm sure, I'm, I'm hoping you guys are taking notes too. <laughs> so go ahead, push hard enough to crack Yeah, anyways, you're gonna push hard enough, but what happens is once you commit to something, right, you're gonna have two things that's gonna come in your way. It's, you're gonna have circumstances, and you're gonna have critics. Right, Th- those mm. two th- things they're going to stop you, try yeah. to stop you, mm-hmm. and it's almost I picture it like um, you have this gigantic rock, you have a sledgehammer, and you're sitting there hammering the sledgehammer as hard as you can, and you do it over, and you swing the hammer, and you do it over, and you're exhausted, and you try it again, and you do it day after day after day, you see no results. There's nothing that's happening to the boulder. It's not cracking. There's no signs of progress. 
that's what a newbie happens when, when you first start in this business. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then what happens is now it starts pouring and raining circumstance, right? Yeah. Mm. Things start happening, come up. Now you break your finger, you stub your toe, you turn around and you smash something, and now your back hurts, now you're disjointed, you got circumstances. And now people start surrounding you and they start going, you can't do this, you wow. can't break the rock, this is not going to make it happen, you can't do it, you don't have wow. what it takes, yeah. you're not going to do it. Wow. And then what happens is most people quit. Mm. Most people quit in that moment. What percentage would you? What percentage it. would you say, Sean? Probably about ninety-five. 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 Okay. Percent, right. Wow. They're, they're, they're going to quit. So, wow. So, so what happens? I try to tell people, especially if you can relay at your event this weekend, mm -hmm. is that is that you have to be able to endure that pain, that criticism, those circumstances, and pound that rock all day, every mm. single day, make offers, talk to sellers, knock on doors, do whatever it takes, you know, cold call until you can't cold call anymore. Not mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. knocking on doors till my knuckles were bloody. I remember. And I still kept on pushing. And what's going to happen one day, the universe is going to crack. Mm. It's going to crack. And that boulder is going to crack and it's going to open up. And it's going to give you a little sign of progress. And then you're going to go, Oh my gosh, what I'm doing is working. Mm -hmm. And it's gonna be, and then it's what happens, you're gonna bust that sucker open, the, the universe is gonna crack open, and then the floodgates will open. Then wow. you're gonna get one deal, then you're gonna get another deal, then another one's gonna yeah. come, then you're gonna line something else up, wow. then you're gonna start getting referrals, and you're gonna start building your business. Yes. And then you're gonna be sitting in an office like you guys have, where you have a whole team of people, and you do 30 deals in two weeks, and you're gonna look around and go, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> the universe didn't yeah. only yeah. crack. Yeah. The universe submitted oh, wow. to you, and it I submitted to your effort, your energy, your tenacity, your intensity is submitted to you. And I think that is the biggest thing for newbies getting started, getting up in the business. If they can, if I can, if we can relate that there is going to be critics. Yep. There's going to be people, especially oh, yeah. when you start going in the, in the info world. You know it. You oh, see God. It. There's yes. going to be critics. Yes. It's going to come along. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what? It's going to happen, right? It's going yeah. to try to stop you. Because of the territory. territory. Right, because yeah. of the territory, right? And yeah. there's jealousy and there's ego. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have the circumstances where you're just like you went, you had to wake up and go to the gym today, right? Yeah. Yep. Hey, you know what? Maybe you woke up and your back hurt and you're like, oh, my God. Wait till you're 49, <laughs> right? And I go every single day and I push myself. And there's a way to work out. You can either work out a you know you know yeah. half ass or you can work out all in right mm. it's all in you're, you're going work out i came back and my my, my daughter's like where'd you go like <laughs> I'm, I'm a drenched mess <laughs> well, listen if i'm going to spend 45 minutes to an hour at gym i'm going to do it all out yeah. yeah and if you uh and, and which is you are essentially your motto right yeah. yeah so if you attack life like that and if you attack getting started like that and if you understand that you're going to go through hell yeah to get started you're going to keep on cracking that's you're your camera keep on making offers no that's Right here, right here. This one right oh, here. Oh, hey, yeah, that's man. one for you. So, uh, so, uh, so yeah. you're still gonna go out there, and you're gonna be pushing, hammering that stone all day, every day. It's not gonna happen. And the guy that can withstand the most pain is the guy that's going to crack the universe and the floodgates are open. You just have to have the perseverance, 
the tenacity, and you have to have that thick skin like a rhino. Do you realize if you take a rhino and rhino you shoot skin? A, we yeah, always talk about you shoot rhino a, skin. Yeah, yeah, you shoot an we arrow. He has a tail. thick skin like a rhino. Yeah, three feet. Right, yeah. the arrow can go in three feet. It's not going to be able to be able to, be able to feel a thing. So, Beautiful. but there's so many people this day and age that are you know millennials, right? Yeah. Or generation. I'm X, still millennial. Millennials, millennials right? X, yeah. That are have literally no no thick skin whatsoever. Right, they they get offended at every little tiny thing, man. But you're in business, you're in wholesaling, you're going out there, you're creating your life. You've got to have the thick skin to go out and make it happen. Did you guys hear that, guys? I mean, there's 115 people. Did did you guys hear that? There's a lot of hearts coming in. I want I want to point something out. You said when you're hammering, it's gonna crack. It's not gonna open right away. Yeah, it's gonna crack. It's gonna give you a little bit of hope. A little bit of hope. A little hope. A little bit of hope. It might give you a little crack. And you know, and you know, even that crack. But see, we have a lot of people that after pounding for that long, Mm -hmm. they get that one deal and they're like, oh, this is too small. It's not worth my time. And guess what they do? Yes. They, I, I, and I've seen it happen before, and I know you've seen that happen before. It, they, they go back to their old habits now. Like after doing yes. all this, and they're like, you know what, this was not worth my time. Right. So what do you, what would you say to people like that? Like, yes, you work this hard. You're not gonna get a whopping hundred thousand dollar deal. Let's say. Right. You're gonna get a, a, a cup, a five thousand, four thousand, two thousand, whatever yeah. it is. To them, it's not worth their time. What, what do you, what would you suggest? Well, I mean, someone's going to walk away from a $5,000 deal. Today, I don't walk away from a $5,000 deal. I've been doing this for 15 years. What $5,000 deal, right? For someone that's brand new, it's a proof of concept. Mm-hmm, when you yeah. get, when if you have a proof of concept, that solidifies the fact that you know it works and having knowledge of proof of concept solidifies your confidence in the execution of something happening. Mm-hmm, yep. And then it turns that doubt, that fear, that hope into proof. And if you have proof that you know you can do something mm-hmm. without a shadow of a doubt and you have confidence you can do it, well, you can take $5,000 and turn to $50,000, $50,000 turn to $500,000 a month. You know yeah, what? Right? You know what's funny? Uh, our first deal from a banded sign $5, was $5,000. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but you hustled for that. That Six was the months. hardest deal you ever did. Six oh, months. No one, no one forgets their first deal. No That's one probably because I can tell you. Is, is it now? Right. Yeah. It's true. Right. But you had doubt. You went to bed at night and you're going, is this going to oh work? God. I got my car dealership. Am I going to be a car <laughs> dealership forever? You know, what the heck am I doing? You're questioning yourself. You're questioning him. Dude, what are you doing, man? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like yeah. you, 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 the you critics? Know, calls coming in. The critics coming in. Oh, the critics don't from, stop. And you know what? It, the critics, it starts with your immediate friends and family. It comes from the oh, closest. Yes. First. Yeah. Yes. At first, it starts with your friends and family. Yeah. And then you just blow them away. Yeah. And then now they all work for you. Yeah, I know. Uh, Actually, I do. Literally, my whole entire family. Yeah, Yeah. but it starts there, right? It does. does. And and you know what? Yeah, people mock. Oh, you Mr. Mr. Investor now, right? Yeah. Well, what are you going to look like this? And And now they're like, hey, uh, um, how did you do it? Can you teach me how to do it? Gladly. Not in an envious way or anything, like in a cocky way. It's just, yeah, I mean, I can tell you. Like I told you last time, I was going to do it. And... It did. Now no. everybody wants to do it because you did it, and it's got to be easy. Well, the proof is in the pudding. Yep. Now right. they see you. <laughs> yeah. I bet it was. I mean, for someone like you, you, you started this thing probably like one of the very few, and the proof wasn't as as uh, accessible. A, as accessible. No, there was no pod. I mean, there was really no. There was two podcasts when I first got started. There was no YouTube videos with a bunch of success stories. Instagram. There was no, no Instagram. No Instagram. There's no Facebook. There's no Facebook Lives. There's no. You know, no. I, I couldn't Google any success stories. There was really nothing out there to really. Who, talk who to. was out there back then? Uh, Armando Montalongo, maybe. I don't know. Nah, I don't even know if he was out there. Dean I mean, Graziosi. Yeah, he was. Yeah, to well, a, to a certain point, he yeah. was out there, but it was. Um, 
Um, you know, but it was who were the who were the big boys when you were coming out that well, were dropping it, there's, content? There's two podcasts. There was um, it was Lifestyles Unlimited mm-hmm. was one podcast out of, out of Texas, and it was Real Estate Guys Radio. But they weren't more they were general real estate. General real estate. Yeah. Not there was nothing on wholesale. Yeah. So um, I, I didn't really learn. I, I learned wholesaling from a guy's course that I bought over the radio on 1510 KFNN. Here's local. And uh, I, I bought it. I had two Capital One credit cards, one for 250 The other one for 250 I put it together. I bought the guy's course and wow. uh, taught how to knock on pre-foreclosure doors. Amazing. Um, and I knocked on pre-foreclosure doors, and that's, that's how I learned. Wow. And I cut my teeth. Wow. Wow. Getting a list for a hundred bucks, driving around. You know, there was no Google, there was Yahoo at the time, and there was. <laughs> I, I think there Yahoo. was AOL, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, love yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I do remember. I remember. I do remember. No, I do. I do. I do. I was the techie kid. I always give him crap for this. I know where this is going. I know where this is going. Dude, you're he didn't know for the longest time who Jean Claude Van Damme was. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Come on, man. Jean Claude Van Damme. Come on, man. I took, I took he was a stud. Come on, man. He was insane. Yeah. Yeah. He's still but, ripped at his age. I know. Yeah, still, he probably still ripped doing it, right? movies. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still doing movies. Yeah. Um, He's still so doing. Splits. Yeah, real quick, and I, I want to say something <laughs> to the audience. You know, we've had over 120 something people at the same time. We got over 100, 115 right now. 121 people logging are, are currently logged then guys you just heard a little bit of mr sean terry's story and you've heard my story you've heard his story you've heard you notice how there's a lot of similarities when it comes to entrepreneurship yeah right for all these months it took you guys yes six months six six months months. six months 2400 bandit signs is the count that we have 2400 bandits handwritten yeah not printed Handwritten, wow. okay. Wow. Not we. Printer not even, was exp- and it was wooden. And we couldn't. It, it, was, was, it was a witness stick. Yeah, yeah. Now, guys, for you guys watching right now, come to Phoenix and put one bandit sign in the ground oh one time, and then come back and talk to me, and yeah. then tell, tell, then think about 2,400. Yeah, <laughs> you might insane. as well put it on the concrete. Right? Yeah, I know, you might as well is. run the sidewalk. I mean, it's like it's like this. Yeah, like yeah. I, I swear, we used to uh, carry a bucket of water sometimes. To just wet, <laughs> to wet, <laughs> yes, wet the soil. just to dampen the soil a little bit, and then wow. then we got smarter. Um, once one, no, once we got our first deal, then we got the H rods. Oh, the H sakes, yeah. yeah that, you still need to drill with those though. It's you got to bend. Well, you, and oh and my god, you, got, you, <laughs> yeah. you kick it in the middle, right? So yeah, you go it down, snaps and, and then like, it snaps sometimes. But you got to flip it a, yeah. again. You know what I'm trying to get to here is to tell the 120 something live people that are watching right now. Um, is you that you got to pay your dues. There's nothing that any of us on at this table did differently mm-hmm. than what they're going to have to do. Yep. Right. Everybody thinks that, you know, you can wake up one day and boom, you know, you got a hundred grand in the bank or whatever. And I haven't seen it yet. I've right. only seen that happen when somebody wins the lottery. Yeah. Right? I haven't seen it happen yet. Yeah. So every single successful, massively successful entrepreneur that I've spoken to, they have a similar path they have a similar process right right so like elon musk was sleeping on his buddy's couch after he sold paypal trying to start well, tesla yeah and he, in he, solar city remember right? have, you guys, couch. Seen, have you guys seen yeah. that picture the guy didn't even have hair back then and now yeah. he has like a bunch of hair <laughs> yeah. right how did that happen <laughs> yeah. like, it's called money ask, ask lebron james right yeah. ask LeBron james. i'm wearing a hat for that reason <laughs> you're not successful enough uh, you know what i'll take Couple it more yeah. Yeah. Get some hair you, too. you gotta get to elon musk's i gotta launch a missile to 
uh, to Mars. Yeah, yeah. We'll, then we'll you get some hair. Right? I'm lucky my grandfather's all had hair. So. <laughs> you, you still got great hair for yeah, 49 yeah. years old, right? So, yeah. Mr. Sean, um, would you mind taking us to, like, I, we've been at it for 25 minutes. It felt like it's five really? This is great. I, know. Like, I love wow. this. Like, we might, like, yeah. we're going to take this as long as we can. <laughs> and uh, would you mind taking us to your life journey? Like, just... Just some, yeah, like I, I want to know more. About, like I don't think I've heard about it in Flip to Freedom, but I don't mm -hmm. think a lot of people hear more about. Like I want to know. I want our audience to know uh -huh. who Sean Terry is and and where you come from and and you know and, and well, thank you for your service. Like yeah. I mean that that has a lot to to do with it for me at least, yeah. and I know uh, for these guys yeah. as well. Yeah. So please. Well, I think if I went back, I look back, and it's interesting because I grew up in Vermont. And Vermont, you know, is Vermont, if you go to Vermont, it's a very small town, small town mentality. And I always wanted to have success because I grew up in a family. And I heard you say this the other day that, um, but my mom, I wasn't so lucky to have a mom like yours okay. that said, you know, my parents was, you, we can't afford this. We can't do that. We can't have this. that programming. We can't do that. That programming yeah. that I'm talking about, right? Tough, yeah. Which is incredibly important. So I was programmed in the opposite manner, wow. where uh, where you know um, there's not enough, right? And yeah. if you believe there's not enough, then it's very difficult to turn around and it's really twice as hard. Work yeah. on your programming it's twice as hard. in your head. Yes. And I think why one reason why you guys have had such massive success so quickly is because what you said the other day, you know what I mean, about programming, which yeah. is incredibly important. Yeah. Um, but there are people here, and a lot of people here, that had that type of program. So I had that programming. I joined the Marine Corps to get out of Vermont, uh, traveled the world, um, and went to war, essentially, and had to experience all that. Didn't think I was going to come back. Um, had friends of mine that lost their lives. You actually went to war in his home country. Yeah, his right? home country, right, yeah. yeah. Um, and did that whole thing. So I, I went there and I, um, and you know, it's like when, when you sign up as a Marine Corps, you kind of sign up for whatever whatever mm -hmm. you're gonna do to yeah. defend our country and, and take that, Absolutely. you know, defend that American dream. But the bottom line is, is that um, I didn't think I was coming back. Um, so I felt like I had a second chance. So when I did get back, I remember I was in Okinawa, Japan, and I discovered the book, Think and Grow Rich. Wow. And I was 20, maybe 21 years old, right? Think and Grow Rich. I read the book, Think and Grow Rich. Then I read the book, Psycho-Cybernetics. Think and Grow Rich read me to Psycho-Cybernetics. Mm. Cyber-Cybernetics talks about how your brain works and how a servo mechanism works where you can literally pick a target and your brain can literally just, if you keep that focus, if it's clear, if it's um, crystal clear, then you can literally, you can, you can as a servo mechanism, uh, missile, which is a missile servo mechanism, mm -hmm. it's a, essentially a guided missile, mm -hmm. can, can go off track but eventually find its target because That's it knows specifically where it's going mm. wow right wow. so so i took that and i kind of i kind of adopted that and i really put a vision of what i wanted in my life and here's the amazing thing um that once you commit to something and you have a vision god puts a delay 
Mm. Right, they put a delay mm. in there mm. somewhere, yeah. right, to become mature enough to be able to handle it, ha- handle it, yep. right, yep. and yep. Uh, and to be able to do that. So anyway, so I went through some long iterations. Um, I met my uh, wife at the time, um, and she got me uh, introduced to a, a network marketing company. It was mm. called Equinox International. I heard of it. Um, yeah, Equinox yeah. International. I don't know if you heard. It was like uh, I think it was before you were born. I've heard of. Uh, well, it was like Amway <laughs> and that. There yeah, was, yeah, yeah. So it was like that. It was like Equinox International, so water filters and nutritional products and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But more importantly than what the company did was what the owner, the owner, and he was, his name's Bill Gould, um, and I learned a ton from him. That's where I really learned um, to understand that I can control my mind. I can reprogram. Wow, yeah. I can not listen to myself. I can talk to myself. Wow. And one thing I can tell you guys, successful people don't listen to themselves. They talk to themselves. You talk to yourself. Right? Yeah, we you do. wake up in the morning, you yeah. talk to yourself, oh, yeah. you talk to yourself, yes. and you get yourself going, yeah. you get yourself pumped up, but you don't listen to yourself because you are the worst critic <laughs> you could ever have, right? Oh, yeah. this is, you know, this which is, is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is some yeah. gems. Wait, is this, yeah. uh, <laughs> is, wait, is this Sean Terry or Joe Dispenza? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I love it. Joe's amazing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I'm sitting here, sitting there, and and, uh, and turn, so I read these books and applied that, and I, I met this gentleman, and I, and I literally submersed myself into self-improvement. Um, where now you learn to become better because you know um, you only uh, you only make you know what you are right and you only are what you're worth so Mm -hmm. it's like you the bottom line is you have to become more to make more and become more successful and be make more impact you have to become more of a person right in all aspects of life yeah Um, so I'm sitting there and once I've kind of I went through there and I kind of transitioned out of that start some a couple businesses um, and then I found myself into real estate, and then that's where I bought this guy's course wow. and uh, yeah. learned that. Now, interestingly enough, back in 1992, while I was in the Marine Corps, it was January 14th, my birthday, the day we invaded 1991 Iraq, right, mm-hmm. at that time, mm-hmm. uh, George Bush got on an internal, um, George Bush Sr. got on an internal uh, broadcast to all the Marines and said, mm-hmm. listen, we're going in, right? We're mm-hmm. going full-blown war. Oh, yeah. And I remember thinking, holy cow, right? And the next <laughs> thing you know, the guys are like, yeah. you're not coming back. But I happened to pick up a book at the time called um, Nothing Down Real Estate. And it was by Robert Allen at the time. And mm-hmm. I read that book. I gave it to my buddy. He read the book. Um, and when we got out of the Marine Corps, we finally got out and I actually made it back to the United States. I bought my first apartment complex in Scottsdale or Arizona, a 20, I think it was like a 24 unit apartment complex. Wow. wow. We lived on site. I was 22 years old. Wow. Right? 21, 22 years old. Wow. Right? Bought my first, lived on site, managed it, bought it for a quarter million dollars, used a wraparound mortgage initially on that, and uh, and then turned around. And that's that was my first experience in real estate. Raised capital for it, borrowed some money from his dad. We had money that we saved up and we bought our first uh, first, first. That first. is insane. That oh. was my first deal. 22 years old. At, in, on Earl. You know, Earl and Scottsdale. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Old Town Scottsdale over yeah. at Red Earl. It's like a little, like a 20, 24 unit apartment complex and and literally we cut the trees i cleaned the pool we mowed the grass we dealt with all the tenants wow we dealt with the whole entire thing and that's how i kind of cut my teeth on real estate um and kind of fell in love with that real you know with the real estate game so wow um you mentioned something we kind of flew over it yeah. by the way that, that was so important guys uh, you said something that god doesn't give you because you're not ready yet and, and mm-hmm. that and along those lines yeah right and we've talked about this carlos and myself and alex like God, I don't think God blessed us. And Carlos says this: He, when he was younger, he was partying and and doing oh, yeah. on other the other path. 
And if he had, you had all this wealth, you wouldn't be as. I, I would probably self destruct. Self destruct, right? right? Yeah, so, self destruct. Like that was like when you said that. Like, I, I I can relate to this. Yes. I, I can hundred percent relate to this. Right. Uh, I, I think we all do. Can you please explain a little bit more about? What God gives you when you're ready. Why do you feel so strong about this? Because we all do, and we've talked about it before. But yeah, we haven't heard it from you. Because I, I think there's a maturity level, number one, you know, and you must be an old soul. Yeah, He's very mature. That, yeah. He's very, very, very mature, mature for his age, at, at for the sure. Age of 22, oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Which oh, yeah. is a total, a total blessing. But yeah. I wasn't that lucky. I think I was 22. I was chasing girls and drinking beers. We all were. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, you had an apartment complex, so it's just great. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was doing, doing stuff like that, too. You can say You can say at the baking unit. <laughs> having pool parties at the apartment complex. Yeah, having pool parties at the apartment complex. It's in Scottsdale, right? Yeah. fun. That's crazy. Yeah. So I think the big thing is is once you commit to a big vision and you want to have that big vision and you focus on it like with the servo mechanism and you set the goal and your intention um god uh you know gives everybody certain talents you have a talent that mix is great with you yeah. and you have but you have different talents and abilities and god gives us the talents and he wants to develop those talents in us and the way that you develop the talents is through challenges now i can tell you back in 2000 uh 2004 Three when I first got started, um, I made like 134,000 my first year, which was amazing. Amazing, which was great. Knocking yeah. on pre-foreclosure doors, good. Um, and then 2004, we went out, um, did a bunch of deals, got no, really knocked on pre-foreclosures, but built a portfolio of about 120 properties, 36 million dollars worth. That's amazing. Wow. At the time, primarily using um, the strategy I, I call it. It was the down payment arbitrage, but, it's, but instead of flipping, we held the properties. Mm -hmm. um, so we did that, and uh, and then we there was a group out of California in the early 2005 that came to us, and at the time in Phoenix, and talk, you know, talk about market conditions, it's all, mm -hmm. it's all uh, determined based upon inventory in the market. We have about 16,300 units currently available in our marketplace right now, mm -hmm. right? And I watch it like a hawk. So, so at the time in Phoenix, there was 5,000 yeah. units on the marketplace. Yeah. Properties so, would wow. go up, there'd be multiple offers, hot. prices yeah, up. Yeah, it's crazy. Appraisals, yeah. they would yeah. wave appraisals, there'd be lotteries. It was insane, <laughs> the market was nuts. Yeah. A group out of California came to us because there was no inventory and said, we want all your properties. And we sold uh, all, I mean, literally 120 properties in a matter of six to eight months. Literally made, I mean, tens of millions and millions and millions of dollars in such a massive short period of time, that was a brilliant move, right? Absolutely. Now, now, um, but I wasn't ready. Mm. I wasn't ready. And I wouldn't be here today of, of, of what happened next, right? So <clears throat> at that time, um, I was, uh, we had a, my daughter danced with a friend that kind of convinced us, he's a civil engineer, to buy land, mm -hmm. right? So, and in, in everybody knows, except me, <laughs> right? To not buy land in a in a in a in a market that's so high that's about to come down. You don't sure. buy land, no. right? But what did we do? We bought thirty million dollars worth of land. Oh my god! Right? Wow. I mean, we had I had one hundred and thirty-eight acres here. I had you know you know another Obright Cave Creek in the one one had another ten acres for. And you, um, you bought them pretty high, I'm assuming. Yeah, we bought them pretty high. Yeah. You know, um, put tons of my own millions of dollars, my own cash in it, raised capital for it and stuff like that. Bad situation. Um, wow. But you don't buy land because it's a non-cash flowing asset. Mm -hmm. But I needed to put money somewhere. Yeah. Um, but I look back, and at the time, the market crashed in 2008. I had about 550 lots, 
right? $30 million worth yeah. of land. We had actually a property on Lower Buckeye and Broadway that was a 28-acre assemblage that we uh, that we assembled the property. Um, we, we basically annexed it into the city of Phoenix. We rezoned it from one acre per unit to, uh, to uh, basically six units per acre. So we had to go to the city. I met with the city councilors. Mm-hmm. I was doing, and I thought, and here's the thing. <clears throat> I got too big for my britches. Mm, I thought I wow. knew what I knew. And I was sitting there, I got away from the core element. I got away from wholesaling. I got away from, you know, doing what I knew and got into something I didn't know. And I was hobbed. I had the best attorneys in town paying, you know, $500, you know, uh, an hour to do help our with rezoning. And I had 10 different attorneys working on different things. It was, a massive, it was a massive operation yep, yeah. to get all these properties entitled and sold. But eventually this 28 acre property, we're in it for about three, three and a half million dollars. I got an offer from Montebolano Homes at the time for $12 million, and we had three partners. So that was a huge payday just on one deal. That's amazing. Not including all of our other deals. I basically had 20 acres right over by the Glendale Arena that, I mean, just amazing piece of property. Anyway, so, so all of a sudden, boom. Washington Mutual gets whacked in 2008, right? Just just gets whacked. Market goes down 700 points. The whole tarp thing, all that thing goes nuts. The Mm -hmm. bailout happens. And they back out. They eventually go out of business. And I know the guy personally, the owner, he's out of Chicago, and they just got wiped out, right? So anyway, so we turn around. Next thing you know, we're stuck. Now, the beautiful thing about it at that time, there's the good and the bad. The good thing about it is I had no personal guarantees. So I lost cash, a lot of cash on the deal. I paid back everybody that I borrowed money from because no. that was that was important to me. Mm-hmm. Number one, and number two is that on that on that particular situation is that I hit the low point of my life, and here's why: is number one, I wasn't ready, right? Number two, I got away from God. I got away from my morning ritual of you know spending time with Him in the Bible, actually mm. digging in. Uh, I wasn't tithing, which mm. is huge. It's, wow. a, it's a major impact in my life. We talk about that all the time. We yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm a Catholic from Iraq, yeah. and uh, and I mean we can get into that subject it's, if anybody. <laughs> no, because I I tell him I talk to him about tithing and how you know God demands obedience and stuff because I'm, I'm I tithe now. Yeah. Um, I started tithing last year for yep. the first time in my life, and really? my life my life changed. Like blessings come from everywhere. Right. You know, uh, I put everything in God's hands. Right. Yeah. So and we'll get into that a little later. We will. We will. Because his his um his religion um uh, which is a little bit. Weird. I mean, it's an I mean. I'm from Iraq. I'm a Catholic from. Give me a break. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like a Still fraction adapting. of a percent yeah. of. You know, I yeah. mean, I, I go to church and you know, yeah. I so, yeah. like I, I donate to they, church. They believe in like donations, donations and things, and, but tithing's a whole different thing. But yeah, well, let's uh, let's get back let's, to. I mean, it. this yeah, is you know guys, how it goes. There's gems over here. I hope yeah. you're taking notes because so so you so weren't so I ready. I found myself you, you got, in a tough you, situation. Yeah. I wasn't tithing. I was off course. I got in my head like I was all that. I got ego inflated. Wow. Um, I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was got off course of what I was doing. 2008 hit, and I, I, I. You were, hum- you were, you were humbled. I was humbled. Yeah. Greatly got, yeah, humbled. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and greatly humbled because before that I wasn't because you know I started thinking thinking I was all that, and I started treating people around me lesser than they were. 
Did you realize that at that specific moment? No, no, I didn't. No, not until not until he was he was yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it was tuned to myself. So what happened was is God had to humble me, and I I went I went basically uh, it was like that 2008, and it, it was really really bad situation. So during 2008 and early 2009, basically what happened was I ran out of cash, mm-hmm. literally because I had. All money invested. It was completely illiquid. Ran out of cash completely, and I found myself on Labor Day. I believe it was 2009, or it could be 2008. Um, and I was in a situation where uh, I was sleeping in. I wasn't getting up early. Like I said, I wasn't tithing, wasn't praying, wasn't doing anything. And a guy came, knocked on my door. Literally pounded on my door. I was dead asleep. Asleep. Wow. And Wait, what time was this? This was like eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. I'm so I'm, I'm that's that's, a little late. that's considered <laughs> sleeping in for me to be honest. Yeah, with you. I know eight it o'clock. is. Yeah. I get five yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm ready to go yeah. now. Yeah, right. Because I've learned my lesson. But the bottom <laughs> line is, it's eight o'clock in the morning. It's Labor Day. Everyone's asleep in the house because you know kids are you know you know kids you know yeah. forever. Um, so I'm sitting there. I throw my hat on. I get out and I go out and I answer the door and I open the door, and a dude's there to repossess my car. Oh, oh my God, my Range Rover. Wow. Oh, yeah. man. Repossessed my car. And at the time, I'm sitting there. Now, literally, I had millions of dollars selling millions of dollars of properties. I was meeting with vice mayors and this and hobnobbing and going to charity events and doing this. You were the big boy. The big boy. I was, hey, you know, look at, you know, Mr. Yeah. Stud, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, wow. boom, I'm sitting there. There's guys knocking on my door because I can't pay a $900 car payment. Right wow. for on a on a on a Range Rover, and I'm sitting there, and I remember the fear. My my hands, you know, when adrenaline hits, and I'm yeah. sitting there shaking yeah. like this, mm-hmm. and I literally said, "Hold on one sec." I went outside. I remember I was outside. I started pulling the stuff out of my car so we could take my car. Now neighbors outside mowing their grass, you know, they doing this stuff. That. They're kind of seeing. Yeah, to- to- Did you wave them like, "Oh, just getting some service done"? Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, right yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I was so. Yeah. So jolted yeah. Yeah. on the situation and the circumstance at the time, I'm like, holy cow! And uh, and I went inside and I literally um, I, uh, I I called. I happened to get the company on the phone and they was able to uh, basically hold him off for a couple days so I could pay them and not get the car repossessed. Yeah, I, <sighs> so that was that was the low point. Mr. Right? Mr. A, Mr. Big was, Boy, Mr. Big Shot. Mr. Big Shot, yeah. humbled to my knees, brought down. And at that point right there, I, I found myself, um, you know, and my father-in-law gave me a book. It's called The Four Spiritual Laws of Success. Wow. And it literally talked about, talked about tithing, right, and uh, emphasized tithing. And it also talked about, you know, uh, being highly specific about your goals. So I literally, from that point, made a commitment that 10% of every dollar that comes in my house is going tight, period. And I was going to go from a giving mentality to a just taking mentality. And that's kind of shifted. Um, and from that point, I started the podcast when I was, uh, it was that, that started a whole podcast type of thing at that in 2010. So you said um, giving mentality to a taking mentality? or yeah, a giving mentality to a taking mentality so I was just looking what can someone do for me Mm -hmm. right instead of what can I do for them right looking at putting someone else's needs uh, needs needs, yes before your own before my own right and trying to do what I can do to help right yeah so uh so I started started doing that and then um I started the podcast and then the podcast 
obviously led in, and I started the first podcast in my car, the car that almost got repossessed, yeah. right, wow. in my car. Was this, was this uh, Flip to Freedom? Flip to Freedom podcast, started in my car. I remember it was in May again, uh, May or, yeah, it was in May when I started. It was hot outside. I did. I recorded my first show with a mic. <laughs> Right, and I had in my car, but the AC was on, and it was so loud on the mic. <laughs> you had to turn out that. I had to turn AC, and I'm sitting there melting in the car because it was so bloody hot out. Yeah. And I'm sitting there recording my first podcast, and that's how that whole evolution started. And I didn't really know it was going to turn into online courses, how big it and got, training, yeah. And yeah. events, oh, yeah. and you know. Well, you're changing lives, yeah, and and their kids and their kids. Well, like, you probably changed. Families, generations. Yeah. Uh, yes. With, it, with that one podcast. Yeah, the podcast, and you know, I mean, now it's we've had well over ten million listeners listen in hundreds amazing different countries, and it's just you, you're getting a lot of love, by the way. Uh, Johnny <laughs> Sanchez, Johnny Alejandro, Sanchez, what's up, homie? <laughs> Leo Felix, uh, Roderick Mitchell. Leo. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of these people. Uh, name of the book again. Uh, it's called The Four Spiritual Laws of Success. Uh, and, and guys, we're going to start engaging um, soon. We're just getting through uh, Mr. Shant. As you can see, by the way, people say I love how authentic this interview is. And uh, you know what? I, I, that's that's what I love about certain people out there, like you know, influencers, educators mm-hmm. that are still raw, right? right? Very now nowadays, you have these. I call them. Um, Social media entertainers now, you know what <laughs> right, I mean? Yeah, like right, right, they're right. more entertainers, you know. They're uh, and that's that seems to be a trend now, right? Like, how can I be a social media entertainer, right, and get paid, um, right. as in opposed to just kind of like this here, like you guys, yeah. where it's real, yeah. you know, it's real. It's not about you share value. your struggles, yeah. you share what you're not good at, share what you're yeah. great at, and yeah. share how you can become better. You know what I mean? Because people can relate to that. Because it's not all, you know, it's it's not all, you know, rainbows and shun- sunshine. No, it's not. Time. It's not. It's not. We have struggles. I have struggles to this day. Yeah. Still. You know what I mean? We have employee issues and problems oh, and yeah. cash flow things yeah. and that. It's just it's lawsuits. Lawsuits. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Business yeah. type of stuff. It happens. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at it yeah. because it's yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. happened, and I, yeah. I I could tell you my you know you know fair share of things and uh, how to handle it and how to get through and stuff like that. There's there's this old saying. It doesn't get easier. You just get better. Yeah. It doesn't get easier. You just get better. Yeah. You get better. And also, too, there's a as you go through stuff and as you work on yourself and you become better as a person, you know, things don't affect you because you're the world may be in chaos around you, Mm. but you're placid inside. Mm. Yeah. I always uh, Joe Dispenza just says this all the time. Don't let your outer environment dictate your inner environment. Yeah. I love that. So, I love that. So. Um, and another thing, you know, something just to uh, touch up on what you were saying earlier about as you're reaching higher levels, right? Mm-hmm. Every single higher level requires a higher level of yourself, exactly. correct? Absolutely. Right? In 100%. so many ways, spiritually, mentally, physically, right? In every single way. Every single way. Um, and then you're evolving as a better person. Yes. All the way, right? Yes. Yes. And you're defining your purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why you're here um you know uh, i know you read this book for a fact because this is one of my favorite all-time books uh secret to the middle of mind mm-hmm. they say that uh exactly. money never outgrows uh the uh the level of the person right right yeah. N- mon- the, 
the amount the of money grows. Yeah, right. yeah. So money will never outgrow. Like you have to actually be the one growing, so money can kind of grow with you. Absolutely. Right. And see, so. the thing is, if 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 you get to a point where you think you know it all, and you become this know it all, or think you're and you never put yourself in a learning environment, I can learn from everybody. I can learn from you guys. I can learn from. Wait, I can learn from Alex. I can learn. And, and if I if I believe that I'm better than everybody and I know it all or then what happens is I'm limiting myself because you have talents you have talents and you have talents yes you know and there's other people out there that have talents that guess what that 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 experience and that touch and that you know thing can all implement and make me a better person make you a better person mm-hmm. and if you're open to do that then you know amazing things can happen it, instead of being if you think if you know it all you shut down that that learning right yeah. you know and it, it's uh, and, and, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. If you're exactly. not growing, you're dying, right? Um, and the, the old saying, successful people know nothing. You see, right? Yeah. Successful people know nothing. And then non-successful people, people no. that are, you know, in poverty, struggling, they think they know everything. Right. And and that's also in the book, Secrets of the Millionaire yeah, Mind. Yeah, guys, the book called Secrets of the Millionaire Secrets Mind. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I know nothing. And Sal and I and, and Alex, we're constantly, constantly trying to learn. You know, we're constantly mm-hmm. trying to learn. We know nothing. We know what we know, but who cares? You know, there's yeah. so much more to learn, you know? And I think this day and age, I can tell you with social media out there, there is a comparison that mm. happens, yeah. right? Yes. You yeah. look at other people on social media and you compare yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that, what that does, it it creates that inner doubt. Mm-hmm. I should be better. I got to do this more. I got to yeah. do that. I yeah. got to do that. And, and I see it in my kids, do you know what I mean? And yeah. they get on there and they, yeah. they start comparison and it eats away and it creates that big internal critic. And, yes. and well, that online, voice, not even half of it or actually more than half of it is not even real. No, it's not even real. Yeah. It's all no. perception yeah. Yeah. And, and we take it in. So. So the, the 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 bottom line is is I look at you know all all that type of stuff is instead of chasing who you believe your competitors are or chasing other people online wow. you know what I do is you know I chase myself five years from now mm. wow Ooh. love I it chase myself, myself five years from now so so people go what motivates you what question because listen I don't worry about emails I pretty much ignore them everybody it's pretty much do my thing yeah. whatever but I'm chasing myself five years from now. I'm looking at where I am going to be five years from that. now and I'm not even close. Yeah. I'm yeah. an infant. Yeah. Yeah. I got so much more to learn. I got so much more to do yeah. of where I want to be specifically, exactly, crystal clear five years from now what I want to accomplish. That laser missile, guided missile. I have to be, exactly, I am such the, uh, such the neophyte when it comes to where I am and where I want to be that I have to be in a learning environment. I have to learn more and I have to be in a, in a situation. And what happens is if you're chasing yourself and you're not trying to chase other people, then what happens is you don't try to be like someone else. And what the, the, the secret, I, you know, I think of whether it be an online space or anything like that is be yourself. Right, and because you're yourself, and yeah. you're yourself, yeah. and you're yourself, yeah. Yeah. and you grow into yeah. that, mm. and you own that, and yeah. you be that, and you literally let that shine to the world. Guess what? You're gonna have a flood or a wake behind you of people that's gonna follow you to the end. That of the is earth. amazing. And wow. you know, let me let me also touch up on 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 what you just said. By the way. Um, uh, in regards to comparison, you know, we always talk about. Uh, are we still live, uh, Luigi? We are. We are. Okay. Yeah, we are. Forty. Okay. So, 
you know, comparison, I always say it's the it's it's the th- it's one of the thieves of joy, right? Joy killer. And, and, and you know, I learned I learned to stop comparing myself a long time ago, and I'll tell you when. Uh, I think it was between 2012 to 2014 when I was really, really, really heavy uh, into lifting, into weightlifting. Yeah. Right. And and social media had just like. I, Instagram and, and, and fitness had just hit social Hard, media like time. a storm, right? Yep. And and here I am, you know, you remember this, when I met you in 2013, yeah. I'm spending three hours in the gym, you know, I'm eating freaking, you know, egg whites, turkey bacon, tuna, right, chicken, chicken whatever, all day, broccoli, day. <laughs> broccoli, <laughs> carrots, yeah. and, and, and I'm, I can't get that six pack, yeah. right? I, I'm, I got a little bit of a four pack going or whatever, <laughs> but I just can't look like the rest of the guys that are on social media. Right. Right. I'm I'm sitting here every single day looking at these guys and they're you know, their veins are popping out, there's vascularity, these guys look like Greek gods, and I cannot reach that level. Right? And I'm like you know, it, it, at that point in my life, it would it would it would uh, it would disgruntle me. It would disappoint me. Right. Well, like, what am I doing wrong? I'm eating right. I'm I'm putting three hours in the gym. Up. Exactly. Then I start doubting myself. Well, maybe I'm just not good enough to be at that. So that's what I I went through that stage, and thank God that I went through that stage with right. a long time ago with that, with that. and yeah. not with this. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, once you start doing it with this and that, you really start to beat yourself up, and it mm-hmm. stops you and it literally puts on the brakes you know and then you just now you get sucked in it robs it, you of joy yeah yeah it robs you of joy it robs you of progress of, of, of you're, growth you're chasing everybody always better thinking they're better than you you're chasing yeah, the wrong and, and the yeah. thing is when you chase you don't innovate mm. you don't innovate That's powerful. Chase, right guys listen you, to this you don't chase you never innovate i love, I love that it's true you I'm never innovate if you if you're you chasing chase, yourself you know, then what happens is now you can innovate. You know what I mean? You I have the that. ability to innovate, you know, and that's where pretty much any of the products or the ideas or anything that's ever come up, it's all through innovation where, you know, which is finally inspired or, you know, through solving problems. Or, and, and you know what? Innovation, this is so powerful. By the way, I'm getting crazy gems, right? <laughs> when, you, when you don't chase, you innovate. I feel like that is the one thing that we've done is we haven't chased. Yeah. We've innovated. Yeah. Right. We've innovated. We could have said, you know what? I wonder what Sean Terry's doing. Let me see what he's doing. Let me see what he's, you know, what, what, what kind of content he's putting out. What does this stuff look like? We, we didn't do that. We kind of just put our heads down. You became, we became ourselves. Yeah. yeah became and, and, and became ourselves. And, right. and sometimes. But, that, but that's why you've, that's why you've done so well. Right, especially in the influencer space, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why you have so many people following and so many engagement. You have a great, you know, events that are coming up, great weekends, great comments, great feedback, all that type of stuff. And it's just going to get better. And you're going to you're going to kind of grow and really understand as you survey and you talk to your people and really engage in of what they want and then deliver exactly what or they what they need. Yeah, what they, what they need exactly because right, there's exactly. a difference, right? right? Oh, absolutely. There's 100%. a difference. They, right. they, 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 yeah, see, you see that? that yeah. yeah, yeah. They like all that. want something, but you know, you people like us now, you know, especially mm-hmm. yourself, we know what they need right there and then. You right. Know? We know what they need. And and I'll give you a small example. We've been in that seat before. Exactly. Yeah. We were at this. Can relate. We can relate. Yeah. Yeah, you can we, relate. we were at this pop-up, and uh, and he's actually watching. Uh, his name is Roderick Mitchell. Mm-hmm. We were at this pop-up. He's, he's right there, and he's a gems. Everybody's saying that, uh, you know, you're dropping gems. Thank God. So <laughs> and we were at this pop-up um, here uh, at the, uh, at, you know Alex Sanchez. You know Alex Sanchez, Jesse Delgadillo, right? They yep. got an office right yep. across the street here, and they let us borrow their space, and we did a 
pop-up with uh, Andrew LeBaron. Yep, right? Andrew LeBaron. And then Mr. Roderick Mitchell. Uh, there's a, such a lot of great people here in Phoenix, right? Yeah, yeah. There are, so yeah. Mr. Uh, Roderick Mitchell says, you know, hey, man, what do I got to do? I, I can't get a deal, right? I can't get a deal. And then that, I start breaking him down. I'm like, okay, well, when do you go to work? Well, I go to work around 2 o'clock. Okay, so when do you get up? <laughs> oh, I get up around 8 o'clock. Well, okay, so how many hours a day are you dedicating to getting a deal? You know, like, be honest with yourself. And I know he's listening, uh, Mr. Roderick Mitchell. And he's like, you know what? I'll be honest with you, maybe two to three. So, wait, you're telling me that you're not getting up from five all the way to about 1 p.m., you know, right. before you go to work, that you're grinding. You're not using that block to grind? Yeah. He's like, I'm not. And then I look at another guy, and I'm like, hey. You know, a guy, a guy named Manny and uh, and Josh Moreno. Shout out to them, huge guys. They they love you. They love us. Uh, amazing they supporters. They work until like five in the morning. These guys are working yeah. from five a.m. <laughs> yeah, to, to, to they're like, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're five a.m. to to one a.m. the following day. And I go, hey guys, you know, how, how many? Where are you guys? What's your work ethic mm-hmm. like? And then you see, we solve that guy's issue right there and then. Right. He, he needs to increase his output. He needs to increase yeah, his work Yeah, he said, love ethic. that talk. He's right yeah, there. Yeah, Roger Mitchell, he's like, yeah. he, you know, and see, he didn't know that that's what he needed. You know, right. He, you know, he, he, he went there because he but wanted something. The thing something. is, he needed tough love. You yeah. were honest with him. Yes. And he told him the truth. Yeah, and that can change somebody's life. Yeah, truth. Right? Truth can change somebody's life. It's funny. It's, um, you know, you, you go to output, talking specifically about output. Um, Ed Milet talks about mm. how you... Um, how you can is that related to you in any way? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no they no. just live the same way. No, he's he's an amazing, amazing dude. Yeah. Um, anyway, so very good Christian, really good guy, very nice. So amazing. anyway, so the bottom line is he, he talks about you know how do you go from and he talks about temperature, your temperature gauge, go mm-hmm. from a hundred thousand dollar a year temperature to a hundred thousand dollar a M- month, month. Yeah, month for sure. Right? Oh yeah. Well, the, you have to do a couple things. There's a couple things you can do to change that temperature, right? And number one is you have to increase your energy in short spurts of time. So what you do is you go out and you increase that work ethic. You put in from going from you know from a hundred to a hundred thousand dollars a month. You literally have to do 10x, right? You know, Grant Cardone, of what you're going to do, put out in energy, and if you do that in short burst, what's going to happen is going to you're going to get to the point you're going to stretch yourself, and you're going to see what a hundred thousand dollar a month, and you're never mm-hmm. going to go back. Like if you if you take a, a if you stretch something out, it doesn't revert back because now you've been there. Yeah. Now you're not going to go back to a hundred thousand dollars a year because yeah. you know and experience what it takes to get to a hundred thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So you increase your energy. You increase your effort. You increase. You wake up two or three hours earlier. You mm-hmm. go to bed two or three hours later. You put and see when when I look at you know talk about balance when I tell you, when, uh, when we were talking earlier uh, about my calendar. I take my calendar and I put. Uh, I sit down with my wife and I put all my fam- high priority fam- things family first, needs. Which is my yeah. Family. Yeah. My daughter. I guess she's got yeah. you know, this brand. Yeah. She got yeah. that. She got yeah. this. She got that. I put all that stuff and things I got to do. Things with the family. Yeah. Then everything else I cram around it in yeah. fifteen minute increments, starting at five o'clock in the morning, ending at six o'clock at night, and I run all day from boom, 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 and I don't sit down and I have zero idle time in my schedule. Wow. Well, that's operating at a higher level. That guess what? I wasn't doing when. 
when I was making a hundred thousand dollars a year or even a hundred thousand dollars a month Facts, it's very for different. Sure. You know yeah, I mean? for sure. So you're operating at a higher level. And if you do that uh, for long enough, what happens is you get massive amounts of results and now you can you can't go back. Mm. You can't and go back. Because they're normal. And yeah. then uh, the it, only other way you can increase your that thing is you surround yourself with other people. Well, I was guess That's what my next guess what I was That's that, yeah. Guess what I was gonna tell you. Imagine if you have a whole team. That help like that. that's doing that. Yes. So right? your crew. Yeah, your team. You see what? Yeah. It, yeah. What, what was our goal this month? Uh, yeah, a million for dollars a month. A million dollars a month. Right. But now if you get the entire team operating at that higher level, at that intensity, at that level, yeah. right, and you get them winning, which yep. you guys talk about a yes. lot, right, getting yes. your team winning, mm-hmm. getting your team. Because guess what? If to, to do a million dollars a month, that means you need your sales guys in there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All to do $100,000 a month. Easy. So yes, sir. So you got your 10 guys doing yep. $100,000 a month, you got mm-hmm. A million dollars a month, right? For sure. Absolutely. But guess what? If they're doing a hundred thousand dollars a month in revenue, they're winning. Oh, oh, absolutely. We can't they're wait. Crushing. Yeah, we right? we, we love writing big it. Ticks. Yeah, we, I know. Me too. We it's, can't. It's, we can't wait uh, to write a few twenty to thirty thousand dollar checks come July first. Yeah, we can't wait. Like yep. that's already um, that's already scheduled for two of them. Yeah. Right. And I cannot wait because that something that is also going to happen. When they see a check, these these guys have never had a check of mm-hmm. twenty to thirty grand as acquisition guys, mm-hmm. you know, acquisition sales guys. Well, when they see a check for twenty, thirty thousand dollars, what do you think is going to happen to their financial thermostat? Yeah, it's right? going to go up. It's going. So here's what I do with your guys. Okay, just uh, a little, just a little jam. All right, let's, let's do it. I would yeah. do the Jim Carrey effect on them. Jim Carrey. Well, he the, writes himself a check. Yeah, the check. I would write checks to all these guys, unsigned. And I'd have them put that right up there so they walk that. in and they see it every single day. The check with done. their name on it, unsigned and done. Dumb. Listen, done. it's there. It's in front of you. You see it every day. That's your target. It becomes crystal clear. Go out there and watch. They're going to be there. I love that. I love done. that. Done. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? Uh, what we're going to do is we're going um, to have a, a meeting with all the sales guys. And say, hey, how much money do you want to make this month? Yes. I'm going to do that. And write them a check. And, and write them Set a check. Attention. <laughs> there you go. That's, That's what we're going to do. There, there's right? so much gems in here. This is crazy. Uh, Man. Uh, we, we still talk got about over, the ultimate carrot. Uh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? And we still got over 100 people logged on. How, how long have we been at it for? For about 50, an hour. 55 minutes. 59, 59 55 minutes. 59. 59. So, That's it. Well, You're behind. Let's, uh, it. Yo, it feels, like, uh, it feels like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, okay. Uh, where are we, man? I mean, we, <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about, um, real quick, let's, let's spend the next five minutes talking about um, you and your wholesaling journey. Mm-hmm. What, you know, where, you know, where. From, uh, what, 2000? Because you took a huge collapse mm-hmm. and yeah. and then you had to you had to regroup you had to bounce back you were humbled yeah you had to knock on doors you, you go back to the drawing board right it, it literally started where i read the book i my 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 i was i i woke up sulking literally every day sulking reading the newspaper looking for some signs of hope wow um of that the market would turn around or something would happen and uh and at that time i remember my wife's like listen you know what you have what it takes you can make it happen you go out there and crush it you go out there and do it stop being a spineless wimp right (laughs) and go out there and crush it 
and and she so literally the tough only love. thing she I, didn't I do is I needed the tough love like yeah, yeah the, only, do, the right? only thing she didn't do is beat you yeah. <laughs> right? she did across, across the head right she did she's like that woke you up but <laughs> you know I, I needed that at that particular time and you know to be able to give me the strength to refocus you my needed it from somewhere on what I yeah. lost. Yeah. to what I want to achieve. I right? love that. And, you, and I, I shifted that, that focus, yeah. and I really regrouped, really dove into what I really wanted to happen, and I started handwriting letters from my kitchen table. Wow. Boom. 25 a day. I say handwriting letters to pre-foreclosure list every single day, sat down with my family. As I was, you know, uh, you know, uh, starting the business and doing it and trying to, you know, talk to the sellers and calls coming in and going on appointments and doing that stuff, and then it's just literally started from there to where now I got a check and I'd reinvest 15% back into marketing, 25% back mm. into marketing, and I put the money back in and I now I do a little bit more marketing and stuff. And then I, you know, that second point we talked about, I joined a mastermind. Um, and I think this was like 2010, 2000, about 2010, 2011. Mm -hmm. And I remember at the time I was afraid to hire. I was afraid to hire. And I wow. sat in front of this mastermind and I was, uh, I was stressed because I was doing everything myself, all jobs. I was doing a bunch of deals, and I was doing. Andrew you were, you were the acquisition. I, I did everything. You were everything. the transaction coordinator. You were the disposition manager. You Seven did everything. Days a week. Yeah, that's right? crazy. Yeah, yeah not We've no no balance. So, so you there. asked me earlier, said would I go back? You know, and what I do with the balances? I didn't really have the balance at the time. I just I just literally was hustling, and I was doing everything, and I didn't understand leverage. I didn't understand what leverage was. Um, so what happened was I was sitting there. I was working. You know, seven days a week doing everything like that I sat in the mastermind and I was explaining and I was literally at the time like tired I, I could see I was actually physically wow. dead tired worn out and yeah. just thrashed you know what I mean yeah and they go they one of the guys in there um, uh, said one thing uh, he goes well why don't you hire he, he asked me that one question. Brilliant. And I'm like, genius. Freaking brilliant. <laughs> what are you talking And I was like, I can't hire. Yeah. I can't hire anybody. What are you talking no about? No one's going to do it as good as me. Yeah, yeah, no one's going to do it as good as me. I can do it better. I want to do you know. And I had all the excuses and all the things and all the fear and all that doubt. <laughs> it's funny. I got to tell you a story. That's funny. So I, so I go, though. So. I, I had this idea of hiring. I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. And I started playing around in my mind, and maybe I could hire, and I don't really know what they do, and maybe, uh, you know, this. I didn't really have an office for them. I had a little tiny office. Maybe I'd stick them in the corner. You know, I didn't. And uh, so so here's the thing. So my father-in-law referred me to this lady who's about 57 years old. Her name was Nancy, right? Wow. Her name was Nancy. And I remember I, got, I had my interview. I, I had a coat on, you know, and I was all, <laughs> I got my first interview here, so I'm going to do my interview. And I had on my desk all nice and stuff, and I'm sitting there doing my interview. And, and I'm sitting there talking to her. I'm asking her interview questions and, you know, and this, that. And uh, I don't remember what I was going to pay her. And I said, okay, you're hired. You know, come back. You know, I think it was like a Thursday. Come back Monday. and we'll, What did we'll, you hire for? We'll give us a, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have job title. Yeah. I didn't you have, just I, needed someone. You just needed help. No SOP. You just I needed just help. Need yeah. help. Yeah. Where I just, you know, yeah. oh, I, I remember. That's and, funny. Uh, so I remember after she left, and I don't think I've ever told this story to anybody, you know, especially in a public form on video. You know what I mean? On camera. Yeah. So, oh, this is live, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Live. This is live. Yeah. So, um, so I, I go in. I go after she leaves the interview. 
I walk into the bathroom and I'm sitting there and I look in the mirror and I have this gigantic, swelly, wet booger on the end of my Oh mouth. my <laughs> god. <laughs> And I, you know, I remember, you know, and so That's she hilarious. came back that, I know, she came back that Monday. <laughs> did she ever talk, like, did she ever talk to you about no, it? No, I came back that Monday and I said, listen, I said, we got to get something straight. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was all scared. <laughs> no, yeah, so was, I said, you know, I said, if I ever have a booger on my nose oh. like that again, you must, as an employee, tell me, yeah. please. Oh, my she God. started cracking up laughing. <laughs> that was my first hire. I put her in the corner and she scrubbed lists. Oh, download the okay. list and kind of scrub the list and kind of do this and you know take in send it to the mailhouse and kind yeah. of do all that type of stuff. So that was that was wow. kind of the the start and 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 once once I broke that barrier for of sure. hiring and I understood leverage and it's leverage for if you guys haven't hired yet out there is a liberating thing because you can be at the gym, yep. right? You can be, I have a beach house in Southern California. I go take my family out there and stuff. Yeah. So I go out there um, and I've owned it forever. And we go out there and I'm, I'm on the beach and, 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 and marketing can happen. Leads can come in. Deals. Phone can be answered. Wow. Deals, deals can, can be have. appointments booked. Deals can Money's be contracted. Transactions, transactions can transact. Transactions can yeah. close. I don't even sign docs. Yeah. Right? We don't. Do and, we? Yeah. The last time we signed We don't even know the deals we have. We just know how We don't even know the I know. I know. <laughs> we don't, yeah. We don't yeah. even know the addresses. I that. Yeah. And the, literally, the, 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 the wires come in. You know, and it all happens without my influence, and I'm sitting at the beach, and it's a beautiful day, and the sun's coming down. I'm hanging out with my kids and doing whatever. And That's the best feeling. When you, when, when you get a wire check when you're on vacation. I know, I know. Yeah. I've seen you with going, like, yeah. hey, well, you're in, I think you're in New York or something like that. God knows. It happens all the time. Yeah, it happens <laughs> yeah, all the yeah. time, yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's uh, it's an amazing feeling, and um, and especially if you have a, a good team like you guys developed, and you have a great culture that you guys developed, and people are there. Culture. and stuff like yeah, that, which is yeah. phenomenal. Um, and uh, and being able to have people you know, win like that and, and understanding that leverage, then you can start now, and I've been through, I've learned a lot of hiring wrong people, mm -hmm. right? I, I believe in people way probably too much than I should. I'm with you, Carlos. Um, Benefit I, of the I doubt. Yeah, that's me too. To yeah. I yeah. want everybody. I want, I'm, you feel I'm like to, you can coach everybody. I'm trying to yeah. convince yeah. them to work with me because yeah. I never really came from a corporate background. I came from the Marine Corps. And yeah. Yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah. So I was, I, I never had that type of, I'm going to put him through the ringer type of thing and like I do now. Um, to be able to uh, to be able to sort people out, so I hired a lot of bad people, and it was a lot, of, a lot of money, a long period of time, yeah. you know, and made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, we know, we've been there actually, and it sucks because you can't get that time back. You, they lost deals, they didn't make money, so it, like it was a disservice to them. Well, it's not only what you're paying them. And it's the leads that was generated, the appointments that were went on or, or closed on the phone or whatever, or lost. So there's exponentially, you got It's unknown. You Cost of opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I remember I hired this uh, one girl that was like a, a solar sales door-to-door -door ninja, so she says. Um, <laughs> and I believed her hook line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh, great. You know? And, uh, <laughs> 
literally lost like $378,000 oh, in a matter oh, of it. a couple months, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just from marketing spend and lost opportunity and stuff like hire that. Hire the wrong person. Yeah, hire the wrong person. Yeah. But you know how many times I've done that? For sure. You, know? you drank oh, yeah. the Kool-Aid when she told you she sold Yeah, that. I did. And, and, and uh, now we have systems and processes in place and get myself. I'm like the last person after they've went through literally, you know, the yeah. ringer before yeah, they come. Because sure. I'm the liability in that, in that whole hiring thing. So they have yeah. to go through everybody else first before they we get me. Do the same thing. <laughs> exactly. the same thing yeah. There's yeah. like three, four interviews before Before we, they get to us now. Yeah. For exactly. that same reason, because we don't want to continue to make those same mistakes. We both interview them at the same time. So it's, 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 a, little, it's a little intimidating. And then we, we have them sell us. But now you know that because yeah. you expect more out of someone. You yeah. know what you're looking for, you know, and you know that they've been through the ringer. And I still put them through a test. You know, they still got Hey, I'll give you a 30-day contract. If you don't show me what you got in 30 days, then we're not going to be friends anymore. You yeah, know what I mean? it's yeah. like we're not going to be working anymore. That's, that's amazing. You. Yeah, I know. That's that's a. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, I know. Well, we're well going... you still be friends, but <laughs> why don't we? Uh, why don't we get some questions from the audience? Right? Did you want to talk? I really wanted to, to get his because he's he's been. Uh, we'll get questions. I know we're going longer. Who's that? Would you agree? I wanted to, uh, if if you're okay talking. Because we all here um, have, I personally suffer from anxiety. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like lack of sleep and anxiety, especially when you have, when you are our own ambitious, it's, our own it's, ambition. It's stress, Can't turn off the machine stress, sometimes. Yeah, it's stress that induces anxiety. Exactly. Yeah. So what yeah. happens is like our own ambitious is like always running us, mm-hmm. making us run. Like last night I couldn't even sleep. And it, that happens often. Remember yeah, when I? That's when. That's when I learned the zigzag from I slept, you. I, I reached though. out to you. I yeah. said, and remember, I was like, I was like, how do you how do you do it? Remember, I was like, how do you do it, yes, man? Yeah. Like, you know, exactly. And that's so, when I came back with that information yeah. and gave it to him too. Right. And we're know? still yet to implement, which I really want to. Implement. We still haven't zigzagged. But I, I want to know. I want to know You're how just you. <laughs> yeah, it's just zigging. Zag after the event. Yeah, actually, that's I mean, what I was going to tell actually, him. It's funny if you if you watch Grant Cardone, he plans an event and then he goes on a two or three week vacation and he plans because it's so stressful, yeah, right? Because, oh, it is, dude. Events are ridiculous. So all you guys <laughs> that are coming yeah. out to the event, really there's over three hundred people. That will be there. Yeah, uh, no. only. What are you talking about? Yeah. Only? I don't care if there's ten people there. They're still coming out to see you guys. Whatever. You know, what I mean, those are real people. Those are lives that can Absolutely. make an impact. The bottom yeah. line is, make sure you guys appreciate them for what they're doing and putting on this event because it's massively uh, difficult to pull off. It's crazy. Put people in seats, so many you know? variables. Yeah. yeah. So, so many, many variables that okay. happen and so many things. Man. That happen, oh, and, so. and guess guess what? The biggest mistake mistake that we continue to do that I was going to talk to him after this when yeah. we take him. I'm going to take him out to eat and stuff. We tried to crunch in everything the last two weeks because we're so busy doing everything else, running our businesses. Yeah. That's the worst, right? It's very difficult. It's the worst. Yeah. That's when, like, you know, him and I are trying to crunch, and, and Alex, too. Alex is still working on the, the PowerPoint, for you know, God's sake. I know, sake. I saw that in there. You see what, I'm what saying? am I going to say? Exactly. You know? right? Well, no, like, we have it. just refinishing. What, we want to yes. make it, like, the best version of itself. Right? From Obviously. production and to presentation. And you always want to make it better. Exactly. Right? And you're yeah. always like, let's come but, back. How about this? Let's do this. Let's add this. But let's, let's, yeah. admit, let's admit it. It's, it is the wrong the wrong process to try to get it all done in the last two, Absolutely. two three weeks. Yeah, you just kill yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. That's when this whole thing's well, happened. I, I don't want to continue. derail from this. Continue. So yeah. the <laughs> real question is, yeah. is uh, you know, if you've dealt with anxiety. Work-life and, balance. And how to balance, exactly. How do you balance work life and personal life and all that? Uh, because I know you you've, you do the zigzag, uh, mm. the method that you do, yeah. which we 
God willing, want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're dead. <laughs> so if you can, I mean, I hope it's not too personal. Oh, no, no, uh, no. So I, I know this can I help a lot I just talked about people. a booger on my nose. Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah, he did. Really? Really? You know really? what? We can do this. Then. Yeah. Real, real quick, yeah. is, there, is there even such thing as balance? No, well, this is, well, yeah. And before, before you answer that, I, I, I want to let everybody, I want to let the audience know this. When you decide to become massively successful, right, become part of that 3 to 5%, mm-hmm. just know that stress is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Stress and anxiety, it, they're almost inevitable because right. they, they're like cousins, you know? Yeah. Right. So um, as you gain more and as you do more, mm-hmm. these things are going to come with the territory. Right. So I don't want anybody out there to feel like, oh, man, is it just me? Like, am I the only one that's like highly stressed and, and anxious? And, you know, and, and no, it's not just you. It's every single entrepreneur on earth. Right. right? Because yeah. we take on so much more. If I had a regular if at my old nine, regular nine to five. I didn't have any stress. I clocked in, clocked out, and then that's it. You're done. Work is over. Yeah, work is over. See ya. Yeah, no, (laughs) not not when you're an entrepreneur. (laughs) When you're an entrepreneur, you're a walking, talking, twenty-four hour uh, business. Right. So I want everybody out there to know that it is not abnormal to have stress and anxiety in your life when you're trying to, you know, when you're doing all these things, right? Right. And then when it comes to the balance part, before I I allow him to answer, because he's definitely the most experienced guy here with everything. You know, he's been at it. He's been in business longer than any of us have. I've just done it wrong. Long enough, long enough. For, to know and right you learn, enough. and you learn. <laughs> yeah, and you so learn. Yeah. when it comes to the balance part, here, here we go, right? Uh, it, it's it's non-existent. We can we can tell that to ourselves, and in a, in a sense of or a form of placebo, like mm-hmm. we're balancing, right? No, I'm gonna work for ten to twelve hours today and go see my daughters for one or two hours. Well, we have financial freedom, but we don't have time freedom. Right. Not yet. That's, not yet. Yeah, so and, that, and, may, and we may never may never will. But again, you know, we talk about balance. Yeah. It's non-existent. We can tell ourselves, like, you know, today I said, hey, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sal, I'm going to balance it out. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to try to spend time with my daughter. But really, is it really balanced if I'm still working 10, 12 hours during those three days that I'm not supposedly working and I'm Mm -hmm. balancing out? Then I'm going home at, you know, 6, 7 p.m. to spend one to two hours with them. Right. Right. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, that's balanced. But it's it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not. So so what, what, what do you have to say about all of that? Well, we, you got two different subjects, right? <clears throat> you got anxiety, right? And then you've got balance. Those okay. Are, those are two yep. separate, separate different things. Um, exe- anxiety has to do with you, you know, personally, and balance has to do with prioritization, right? So, okay. So I lo- the first one is, is anxiety, which I've dealt with, you know, my entire life. Um, and the best way I can relate it is through a story, right? And... Um, if in, and it's a story in the Bible. It's one that we all know, okay. right? So Amazing. Moses uh, basically passed away, and he gave Joshua, Joshua the reins, yeah. basically to um, to lead the people to find the land, you know, to, yeah. a, across to, to the Promised Land. But they had to cross the Jordan River at the time, mm-hmm. right? So they had all the Israelites. They had to cross the Jordan mm-hmm. River. They had to get to the other side because that's the Promised Land. But the problem at the time is the Jordan River was completely swelled up. It was almost overflowing wow. and they were lost and and what happens is Joshua had anxiety Joshua had doubt Joshua had fear and he went to God and he actually grumbled with God about saying hey I don't know if I can do this I don't know if I'm the person maybe you should pick someone else maybe you should do something else and what happens is he actually grumbled with God and God said listen have faith right and he said he said I want you to tell the leaders to go in step into the Jordan River 
So then what happens is, he's like, oh, okay. So put, put yourself in that situation. Yeah. You're in the middle of the desert, right? You've been trying for 40 years to get to the to promised find the land. land yeah. Then God all of a sudden tells you to tell the leaders to step in. So he goes tell the leaders, and the leader's like, what are you nuts? Like, yeah. <laughs> you want me to step in the Jordan River? The thing's overflowing, it's the thing's flying, yeah, it's exactly, going yeah. like crazy and stuff like that. What are you nuts? So imagine if I come to you and say, listen, go step in the Jordan River. You know, what's gonna happen? I'm gonna die, I'm gonna drown, it creates anxiety, creates fear, creates what if I do it? And you can relate this to anything in business, right? Sure. So you go in, so what happens is they made a decision, they made a decision to have faith, and they turn around and they stepped into the Jordan River, and all of a sudden, the immediately when they took that action, they stepped into the Jordan River, the wall came up, mm -hmm. right? The water stopped immediately, and it opened a pathway to the promised land. Wow. Wow. Oh. So here's the thing. The bottom line, what's the moral of the story is, is that everybody has fear, everybody has doubt, everybody has anxiety. But if you have 100% faith, if you have, and here's in the Bible, it says all to us too, if you have a mustard seed of faith, you can move mountains. mountains. You can mm -hmm. move mountains, right? Yeah. It doesn't say if you can have a whole big bottle full of faith or if you have a room full of faith, you can move mountains. This is a mustard seed. Now, if you've ever seen a mustard seed and you put it in your hand, oh my it's God. a little yeah. tiny small thing. Yeah. Because if you have faith, you have zero doubt. Mm. You have zero fear. Anxiety. If you have trust, you have zero anxiety. Uh-huh. If yeah. you truly trust trust, you have zero anxiety. So what happens is the Israelites, leaders, stepped in there and they stepped into their fear, they stepped into their anxiety, and they stepped forward with faith and the waters parted and they went to the promised land. Everybody wants, everybody's watching right now, they have a promised land. For sure. They want to go, some, they want to achieve something, yeah. but you ha there's an element of faith, there's mm -hmm. an element of trust, because if you have trust, just like the mustard seed, you will have no fear, yeah. you'll have no anxiety. So here's the question, right? Here's the question. How do you have 100% faith? How do you have 100% trust? Mm. Because if you had trust, you wouldn't have anxiety because you hmm. would know that everything's going to be, gonna be okay. fine. Yeah. You would know that, guess what? You wouldn't, see, at night, you wouldn't toss and turn because you knew it was handled. Mm. Right? It's handled. Mm -hmm. Right? Wow. So if you knew it was handled, you'd sleep like a baby. Mm. Right? If you knew it was handled, and you've, if, imagine if you had a person by you that was your event manager that had everything handled for you and you had 100% faith and trust into them, right? And they knew everything was done. You'd sleep like a baby, they'd have all your slides done, everything would be perfect, people would show up, right? People would be good, people would be excited, the event would be amazing, it would be incredible, right? Because you've relinquished the, the fear, mm -hmm. you relinquished the anxiety, and you gave it to God, right? Or you gave it to this person, and you have 100% faith, trust, and if you have 100% faith and trust, even if you have a little bit, you have zero doubt. Mm. You have z a zero anxiety, yeah. zero mm -hmm. fear. So how does a person live with ab an, an, an absolute, you know, anxiety-free, placid life? You know, give your burdens. Cast your burdens. Mm. Cast your burdens. Cast it's your a, burdens. I love this. You know what I mean? Like cast your burdens. So if you could cast your burdens, have 100% faith, then... Um, 
Life would be uh, life. Life would be amazing. Yeah. Today is, is today, is today, today Sunday. Sunday? Yeah. Is today Sunday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're preaching over here. Uh, I like that. So the, the bottom line is, yeah. <laughs> so the bottom line is, so that that's that's my take on anxiety, faith, you know, wow. and fear and stuff. Okay. Now the other side of the coin is balance. Balance all becomes about priorities, Priority. right? And and also, <laughs> it's funny how you can pretty much relate everything to the Bible, right? Because in the Bible, what does God say? Have no idols before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Money and, and everything, yeah, every, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? Work can be an idol, just like uh, success can be an idol. Per, you know, thing. Wow, but here's the I've thing. never thought of it, yeah. about it that way. Wow. You know, because yeah. you'll, 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 there's always is, something else. There's always something right. else. And have and, no idols before God. Yeah, have, mm. have no idols. Have no idols before. Yeah. So the thing is, is that how do you eliminate the idols? Well, you know, first off, you have to have God as a priority in your life, number mm-hmm. one. Then your priority is your family, and everything else falls underneath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything else falls underneath. Right? So that's why if you prioritize your schedule, because how can you tell someone's priorities? Look at their schedule and look at their wallet. Mm. Look at their bank account. Look at their Amex, you know, card and look where they spend their money. That's a priority. Mm. And look where their time schedule is. Wow. That's their priority, right? So those are the two will will basically define a person's priorities. Mm-hmm. So if you look at that, let's look at the schedule and go, okay, listen, where are you scheduling and where are you putting your time and energy? Well, guess what? You have control of it. It's a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a choice to control your schedule. So what I do is I turn around and I have everything on Sunday and I sit down with my wife and I schedule everything out that is private. I have all my quiet time scheduled. I have my meeting with God scheduled in the morning. I have everything that wow. I want done scheduled in the morning. I have my workout scheduled in the morning. I have the time I'm going to the office scheduled in the morning. I have the time I'm taking a shower scheduled in the morning. You have the time you're going to sleep. Everything. Pretty much everything done. And I have everything scheduled. And then what I do is I put all my family stuff around in for the week that's the most important stuff. Stuff, and then I put in all, yeah, I have my workout, I have all those priority. Those after, are the priority after, after your family. God's a priority, put in that. I put in my, my, my family's priority is put in that. My workout is a priority, I put that in there. That goes in first, right? And then everything else goes in after that. And if you put That's everything beautiful. else after that, guess what? Yeah. Your life will change. And guess what? You can still do more than you've ever thought possible. Yeah. And you will attract more. You will, uh, you'll, you'll, um, overcome problems better, you'll have less anxiety, and literally, you know, we talk about cracking the universe, literally things will line up mm. and opportunities will line up, which is those those opportunities that you would not see because of anxiety and stress and fear and mm. doubt, mm. that now those opportunities show up and then bam. Like uh, for an example, um, you know, when I had the opportunity to, to launch the RVM lead machine before mm-hmm. anybody was doing RVM, mm-hmm. right? There was no one, I mean, launched it, you know, Year and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, so when we when we did, when did that launch, I basically it came came the idea that oh, wow maybe I could white label white label Stratix mm-hmm. at the time, and I was like wow maybe I could white label, and uh, and that was just a f- instant of a flash of a flash because if. For example, if, if if you see a placid lake and you throw a pebble in a placid lake, it creates a ripple effect, mm-hmm. right? But if yeah. you have a stormy and you throw a pebble, Nothing guess what? Happens, you won't no. be able to recognize mm-hmm. the pebble. Great visual example. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You won't be able to recognize the pebble. So what happens is that was a pebble that came in, right? Because you had clarity. Because you had, had clarity. Yeah. And wow, it made a ripple effect on me. I felt it. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, I remember. And I was like, wow. And I was like, I'm going to white label Stratix. Mm-hmm. So I called them up. 
they said they could do it. They could modify it the way I wanted to modify it, change mm-hmm. it the way. You, you guys, you know, I go about white labeling, right? Yeah. yeah. So it changed everything, and then went out and launched it, and we did two million dollars inside six, seven months. We That's amazing. Launched it, beautiful. Right? And uh, it was amazing just because of that that type of situation. That's so, amazing. So uh, I have I have a little story just to uh, before. Um, by the way, yeah, let's get let's get some questions coming in as I as I do a little two to three minute story, guys. For those of you in the audience, thank you so much for sticking around this long with us. I mean, it, it's been amazing. Um, that was a long it, answer to a very short. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. The details and like the the metaphors and like everything that you explain so well. If I explain this, you know, I have some weird. I'm one of the audience today. I'm just first yeah first row seating right here. So let's get some questions coming in, guys. Let's get some questions coming in ASAP. We're gonna get to those questions i'm going to take about five minutes of q a's but real quick i have a quick two to three minute story to tell um that happened this past sunday um my pastor brian anderson at a vineyard church on 63rd avenue in uh, peoria yeah um he talks about uh this this gentleman who is um i guess they do this with the alcoholic anonymous uh group right and he talks about uh how he's he he he's walking down the, the sidewalk one day and he says he says god you know um what do I got to do to sober up? Right. Have you heard that one before? No, I haven't heard it. No. And he says, um, well, you know, what, what do you have, you know, uh, what do you, ha- what do you have in your pockets? Right. And he mm-hmm. says, oh, I have, you know, I have a few dollars here. Okay. Give me your money. Boom. Gives him, gives God the money. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Give, gives that to God. Um, okay. Um, well, but if I give you the money, um, how am I going to, uh, you know, how am I going to, uh, put gas in my car? Oh, you got a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Give me your car, right? right? Ooh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. If I, if I give you the car, then how am I going to get to work? Oh, wait, wait, wait. You got a job? You got a job. Give me your job, right? Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on. God, God, hold on here. Hold on. If I give you my job, how am I going to pay for my mortgage? Wait, wait, wait. You have a house? Yeah. <laughs> give me your house, Ooh. right? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. But, but Lord, if I give you, if I give you my house, then what's what's gonna happen with my family right right and he says well why don't we do this let's make an agreement give me your money give me your car give me your house right and I will take care of you and your family and I'll let you and I'll let you have money and I'll let you drive that car to work and I'll let you have a prosperous job and I'll let you have a a big beautiful home Mm -hmm. that's exactly what he tells him Wow Wow I'll let you Surre- surrendering everything. everything to God. Everything. That yeah. is what that is. You just reminded me of that lesson from this past Sunday service. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and it's and it's not easy. It's, it's not, not. It's not easy no. to do it right because you want control. And I'm a control freak with you. I'm yeah, right there with you. You want control. You want everything to happen and stuff like that. But um, you know, and for someone that maybe is doesn't believe or something like that, I would highly suggest getting to a Bible-based church, but um, who doesn't, and that seems hard to wear because we believe that we're in control and we want to do everything itself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you really think about it, you know, there is, we're put here more on the planet just to make money. Mm-hmm. We're on this planet. We're here for a reason. We have different talents. And oh, things. yeah. It's not just to make money. Purpose. It's our purpose. Just to, yeah, on purpose. Our purpose. It's not just to make money. Yeah. No, no, no. Our purpose is not just to make money. Right. You know? Our purpose. And, and money is man-made. It's crazy. that it's, we, yeah, know. we focus on it so much. So it, now, and, wholesaling is great because you can do it, but it gives you the ability, the freedom to do more of what you, what you impact. Who you are, yeah. make an impact yeah. of what you want to do. In your and, life. and you know what's crazy? And I know this sounds awful, by the way. Um, I told uh, my significant other a few months 
months ago and uh, we were having a small discussion. It wasn't an argument. And I said, I said, hey, babe, you know, uh, my purpose on this earth isn't to be a father. Like I told him, like, that's not like I, I love I absolutely lo I love my, my children more than I love myself. Mm -hmm. But that's not my purpose. But I'm, I'm going to do my best at it. Right. 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 You know, and, and she didn't understand at that time. Like, wait, well, what do you mean? You're you're not trying to be a father. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. Yeah. I just said that that yeah. that's not my ultimate purpose. Right. 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 Of course, we all want to be great fathers. Just like, you know, and I learned this from Jen Coronado. You know, you want to be a seven figure earner. You also have to be a seven figure father, you know, seven figure right, right. father. Right. So I said, no. No, I don't think you understand. I said, I know what my purpose, you know, on earth is because God revealed it, you know, and my purpose was to serve and to change as many lives as I can. Right. And while being a great father, while generating, a, you know, a, a load of amount of money, yep. right, and et cetera, and et cetera, et cetera. So your pur our purpose is not just money. It's not just to be a great dad. Mm -hmm. It's not just to be a great business partner and a great friend and brother, mm -hmm. right? Our purpose is so much bigger than just those things. Right. If that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah, because right. people will... People will resonate with you and resonate with you and resonate all in different manners. So you talk about, well, I, I want to explain it, you know, that in a different way mm -hmm. in this. Yeah. But you know what? There's people that, that the way I explain it, it's not going to really resonate with them. But mm. the way you explain it yeah. is going to resonate with them. Connection. So we we say this all the time, connected. even with like the events and content. Like, you know, yeah. he, can, he can reach somebody in a different way than I that can. That you could, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Vice and I'm a and He can talk systems and all day. All you guys <laughs> yeah. together is perfect, but, you know, but people, when you get up, they're magnetized. They love to hear your systems and processes and how it works and how it lays out and how your mind works and how it's applied. You know, and stuff, and they, you, they they see all that, and they go, "Wow, that was that was amazing." They hear all the inspiration and the stories, and they hear your success at such a young age, and it literally all that put together is just creates inspiration. And and, and that's mm -hmm. another thing that I want folks to understand, and most most of them know because I do say this often, is when we're you know when we're showing off you know cars and and watches and stuff it's 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 marketing it's it's to attract mm -hmm. right it's not unfortunately it's, the it's, perception it's nowadays not, yeah. people look into look at that before you, they you, look you, at you you can't i i have this old saying right you can't change a life unless you attract a life. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and we know uh, how to do that. We, you have to know marketing is a niche on its on its own. You yeah. know, marketing, uh, attracting has a different style. Att attracting people, right? Yep. Is, is again, I cannot change. You know, somebody like a Roderick Mitchell, I can't say those words to him unless I attract him to me. And if, you know, and I'm not saying that a Rolls Royce would attract them, but maybe if it does, maybe it does then yeah. great, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the one thing that I also want folks to understand is, you know, because we do we do serve the Father. And, you know, don't misconstrued uh, or, or, or get the wrong perception. That stuff is just marketing to get yeah. people close. Well, when you first met me... Uh, at the car dealership, mm -hmm. and he couldn't believe that I was a car dealer owner. Mm -hmm. He thought I was a mechanic at the car dealership. <laughs> I did. I and did. he's like, Sal, and after we became good friends, we instantly became good friends. And he's like, Sal, I'm just going to give you a good advice. You know, um, you know, people care about perception. Perception. Nowadays. And, you know, not that you're trying to perceive anything, but just dress like you're established man business, with a right. business, yeah. but dress like it. Yeah. I'm like, who I did. cares? I told him and I'm like, who cares? Yeah. He's like, believe it or not, more it's than- open more doors yeah, and, you know. He's like, believe it or not, more more people care than you think. Right. And, you know, sure enough, I start, you know, like I have a blazer today. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's how it started. And sure enough, Unfortunately, some people are closed-minded and they, they want to see you how you dress or whatever, mm -hmm. like the, the perception first. Yeah, I wouldn't call uh, him close-minded. I would just 
Yeah. Well, no, no, not close-minded. Like some people are uh, that yeah. wouldn't even approach you. They, they, they care. You know, in today's world and society, they care about what do you have that I want. Correct. What do you have that you know? What do you have that I don't? I don't have. Yeah. Right. So if you have something that I don't, then I'm gonna watch you. Right. Just to see how you got it and how I can get it. Right. That's kind of the game nowadays, especially yeah. on social media, right? Yeah, but yeah. for me right now, like I would love, like I want your, ba- I would love to see how about your balance and things like that, right? But like you know, I guess it takes it takes leveling up. Maybe at a young age, I want to see the nice cars to get influenced. Yeah. Right. And then at one level, so I guess there is levels and growing up into this and like well, when I, you're ready I, for I it. I think it's I think it's the understanding that there's eight or so billion people in the world and those eight or so billion people all have different things that motivate them Mm -hmm. to want to do something right yeah and there's you know if you have a billion people that are motivated by um the watches and the cars and the toys and the stuff so be it Mm -hmm. and there might be another billion people that aren't it might be another billion people that's what i so it's 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 you know, there's nothing, in my opinion, absolutely nothing wrong with it, I, I, absolutely whatsoever. Um, and it's it's part of your brand, and it's a part of your marketing. It's part of who you're attracting. You For know? sure. Is in and see if you if someone comes in and says, "Hey, man, I want his watch, and I want his car, and I want his stuff," but then they can come into your world and they can realize, yep. "Hey, I got to put some hard work into. I yeah, put some effort. In. Oh yeah. And I Once they open up the curtains, I'll right? Open the well. curtain, and then they can come in and realize that, well, hey, man, th- this guy is a this guy's a God-fearing man. Mm-hmm. You know Selfless. I mean? yeah. So now you can turn around and not only attract them in your world, and then they see the real reason why you are and mm-hmm. who you are, what you are. Then, uh, then I think you're on purpose. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Those that have been in the circle for a while watching us, they they, they know that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. They know yep. that you know we're God-fearing men. Well, we we men actually have. And, uh, in our event, what do they form usually? After a couple of events, the first ones we did, what do they form inside those events? Groups. Uh, groups. groups. Bible, yeah. study yes. groups. Bible study groups. Yeah, we have, we, after our events, people, people break out Bible, into Bible, Bible study, study groups, groups uh, after the event's done. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have. Because we talk about it reads. so much in yeah. the events. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so that, I mean, that's a great way to attract. Yeah. You know, to and empower. It's, and, and it's an empower and almost like a, um, Almost like a, uh, I don't want to say bait switch, but it's a, but but it's a, it's in a, a good way, in a good way, in a good way, right? <laughs> it's a yeah. white, you're not yeah. bait yeah. And switch. Yeah. 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 Real quick, um, so got a couple questions here. Uh, where do you guys go to church, Mr. Shantay? Where do you go to church? I go to Desert Breeze Community Church. You know, it's right off like I-17 in Bell, right there. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good church. All right. Pastor's amazing. Really good. Um, How long are we? And in you go to. Um, How long? I vineyard. I go to vineyard. Yeah, vineyard. vineyard church. VC. Um, real quick. Um, yeah, it's it's an hour and twenty five minutes. So, by the way, so far we've had um, seven hundred sixty seven comments, three hundred three hundred nine shares. Amazing. So, um, what action should I implement to get my first deal, Anthony Luna? Yeah. Okay. First off, Anthony Luna, you want to get your first deal. First off, like we talked about, if you haven't watched the beginning of of this thing, make a commitment. Right, make a commitment, number one, that you're going to get your first check no matter what. Once you, because I can get, we, we can give them all the tactical things to Strategies and tools, resources, right, yeah. In RVM or cold calling, yeah. talking, make all offers of Doing that, we can give them all the strategies, but you have to have the, there's two sides of the coin. There's the tail strategies and heads is you, right? The heads, but you have to make the commitment and realize 
that um, that commitment has to be literally so ingrained in you that you are going to do whatever it takes and literally obsess on it to the to the fact where you wake up in the morning and all you, that's all you can think about. Every single moment of the day, that's all you can think about. When you go to bed at night, that's all you can think about. And it has to become such a fervor of making it happen at all costs, mm. legally, ethically, morally, that you're going to do whatever it takes. So now we take it go on the flip side of the coin, which is an act, actually the tactics. Now the tactics, you know, that come involved, you know, and uh, you know, which right now, which you guys guys have literally pioneered in the industry, is the whole cold calling, right? That is the fastest way to get in front of someone, to get someone on the phone instead of getting in the car, getting a list, and door knocking. It's proactive. Right? It's almost it's guerrilla marketing. It's yeah. Guerrilla marketing. You're yep. in front of people. And rapport is built fast. Rapport is built fast, and that is something. And what happens is you're learning to talk to sellers, overcoming objections and more importantly, making offers. So here's the deal. And and so I, I don't know if you guys have your numbers, but how many sellers do you have to talk to? How many offers do you have to make, make before yep. it converts oh, yeah. to get a deal? We don't have it right now, but I mean, we track everything from what channel, from what market, what, yeah. how many yeah, days. Yeah, I can, I can tell you. Uh, so, so, so this is the yeah. guy wants to get his first okay. check, right? So, so I'll tell you this much. Um, obviously, every single um, acquisition guys or salesperson mm -hmm. has a different number. Right? Mm. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, because overall, they, they yeah. have different, different ways. Yes. You, have, you have the new girl. In yeah, like, she's going to be, her number's going to be, she's going to have to talk to a lot more, make a lot more offers. Exactly, convert, exactly. Right? She was killing it. It's her third week. Four deals today. She's signing a fourth deal, by the way. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, but is, but yeah. relat relatively, like, you know, just to give you an example, like, you know, you may have to talk to, you know, 20 people and make, you know, 15 offers. Sal, you know, I'm not, not saying that Sal's not a sales guy, but <laughs> Sal may have to talk to 40 people and make 20 offers. You right, see what I'm saying? Right. So it, it is a little different, um, but uh, rel relatively or generally speaking, I think that, you know, most folks out there may have to, you know, talk to at least 50 to 100 people, right. uh, make at least, you know, 20 to 30 offers. Make, exactly. You should, yep. I, but in our opinion, you should make an offer to everybody that you speak to regardless. Regardless. Right? right. And then, you know, slowly but Surely, you're gonna get your own KPIs. Right. You're at your own KPIs. Well, exactly. you know, it took me this many leads, and I talked to this many people, and I made this many offers, and it turned out to this many amount of deals. So right. everybody will eventually get their own KPIs and, and trackers. Absolutely right. But uh, gen gen generally speaking, that is the idea. So for us, we've actually turned into a formula pretty much every week, every Monday meeting, we take away take our last last week mm -hmm. numbers yep. for the, the the team members and the marketing. And then we see how many leads, how many, how many, how many activity they made, mm -hmm. how many offers they made, how many interested. What's the lead to conversion ratio? What's yep. the up appointment? Uh, what's a what's the uh, what's what do we call it? Um, in, uh, lead to opportunity ratio. Yes. And we gauge that. Right. And then once a month, we look at that into our marketing, obviously into our quarterly meeting. We see overall marketing. So right. then you can project exactly. So we we like dissect every week yeah, based we on too, yeah. based on yeah. So. If, if I so, call, so, let's, so let's say we're going to give him some advice, right? And so yes. the advice is, let's say 25 to 30 is mm -hmm. the number, right? Yes. So 25 to 30 written 
physical offers, offers. to get to your goal. So now you on the other side, you're obsessed, you're gonna do it, you're gonna crush it, you're gonna do everything you take. But what's the activity? The activity is I've gotta talk to as many people as possible, cold calling, knocking on doors, yep. sending postcards, PPC advertising, whatever you can do. You're gonna do that to talk to his RVM, right? Talk to as many people as possible to go out there and make 25 to 30 written physical offers as fast as humanly possible. Now, we talk about, okay, it took you nine months and six, six months. months and this, so. that, and the other, right? So how do you compress time, right? Instead of doing 25 offers over six months, right? Do 25 offers over six weeks. Mm. 30 offers over six weeks. Mm. Do 25 to 30 offers over six days, right? Do 25 or 30 offers over six hours, mm. right? You control your destiny because it's literally a numbers game. Mm. So, and here's why I love a numbers game. Because mm -hmm. you can get a Catholic from Iraq. You can get Carlos. You can get Alex. You can get Sean, you know, white guy from Vermont. And it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your background. Doesn't matter your education level, mm -hmm. right? I didn't yeah. go to I didn't go to college. Right? Same either. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, male, or female. What your background is, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. And you can compress your time. So that that should empower you to eliminate the excuses. Take your baggage, your story that you have that you've been hanging on. Why you're not successful. Eliminate that, put it off to the side. You have a clear open path to that going out and achieving success. It's an open path, and all you gotta do is make 25 to 30 written physical offers as any way possible you can do it, right? And and if you're obsessed about it and you do it, what's gonna happen? It's gonna get ingrained in your blood, and here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna do it, and someone is gonna say, Okay. Yes. They're gonna say yes. <laughs> that crack will and happen. That crack will happen. You're gonna miss it. You're gonna do it. Yeah, exactly. And you're gonna say yes and you're gonna go, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Me? Really? Someone's gonna accept my yeah, offer? Yeah. 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 I'm like, ah, you know, you're, you're being excited, right? And now you're not gonna sleep for a different reason. It's not anxiety, it's excitement. Excitement, excitement yeah. it's joy, joy. it's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. Now you're gonna go, oh my gosh, now I gotta get a contract and then turn around and sell it. You're gonna go through that process, it's gonna happen, you're gonna get that check, and it's gonna be the most exhilarating, most exciting, most accomplished, you're gonna be like, wow, it's, and, 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 it is, it's, yeah. it's, it's, amazing. it's amazing. I remember I first, you remember, you guys we, remember, you remember yeah. the first And it, it does something to you with brain chemistry it's like, and changes. Yeah, yeah. we know the code now, like how did, we crack the code. Like you got, you, you have, the you code. got the cheat you code. You can split the universe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. You can crack it. You can break it open. All you gotta do is just make the offers and do it. Never give yeah. up. Never quit. Keep pounding. Keep crushing. Keep doing it. Having faith. Forget the critics. Forget the circumstances. Oh, I don't care God. if your back hurts. I don't care if your friends tell you can't do it. Just keep 100% focus. If you do that, the universe will submit to oh, you. Oh my God. Can we follow yeah. that with a boom? Boom! Let's go. Let's go. I think um, I think he had to restart it. I think we went way over, but no, it's we're fine. still good. We're still. Oh, you're still going. Oh, yours? My, my phone. Because oh, yeah, yeah. you, know, you have cricket. Yeah. 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 This, this, this is yeah. great. Um, what other questions? Because my my phone died. Someone said that. Someone said about the arbitrage. Oh, mine is about to die too. They wanted to know about the arbitrage deal that you did, the development one. I think. I think, uh, I think. You know, let's answer one more question. We'll one down. more question. I got it. Shut I got Facebook it. And, and, and you know what? Roderick Mitchell <laughs> actually says. Um, uh, so we got how to. Okay, well, there's a, a bunch of questions, but let's <laughs> go to Roderick. Phone now. <laughs> I got. I'm using his phone now because mine's dead. 
Um, blew up all phones. That's yeah. crazy. Internet shit. Your every, I mean, the man is sweating. He poured his, his heart out, guys. That's he, crazy. Sean brought it today. Okay. Yeah. Roderick Mitchell, what is a good This will be the last question today when we'll close this baby out. What is a good way to make sure I'm utilizing my time correctly for my business? By the way, before you answer this, guys, we're going to have, I mean, if you're let us, we would love to have you again because I think. We can't the, get when's the time? What's yeah. the time for sure? Yeah, yeah. There's, we can't, they can't get enough of you. I I'll think you're right yeah, down the street. I, I, there <laughs> you know you are now. Yeah. I know your whole team. Are you, are you still in Glendale? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Um, California, so back and forth. I know, right? So what is what? How can Roderick Mitchell utilize his time effectively and efficiently for his for his business in order for him to get his first deal? Get his first deal. Well, first off, the. Uh, again, it comes down to the offers, but you have to have the forefront of your mind as you're doing this business is, is especially as you're new and you're, you're doing deals, whether in your like progressing, maybe you did get your first deal and you're going, but the, the forefront of your mind is what is going to make me money right now? Mm. What's going to make me money right now? So if the question is, if you have no leads, what's going to make you right now? I got to get leads, right? How can you get leads? The easiest, fastest way, like you guys pioneered, is cold calling, right? Mm -hmm. Cold calling, getting on the phone, talking to sellers. That is the fast way. So what happens is, and then you ask yourself the question, I'm gonna get leads, what's gonna make me money right now? Leads. Well, when I'm talking to these leads, I'm gonna make offers. What's gonna make me money right now? I'm gonna make offers. Then you get a contract accepted. What's gonna make me money right now? Well, guess what? I gotta open up escrow. Mm -hmm. I gotta get escrow. I gotta figure out all the schedule B so we can get this sucker closed. What's gonna make me money right now? Well, guess what? Now I gotta sell this property. Well, now I gotta find buyers. I gotta turn around. I gotta put banner signs all over the place. Put it on Craigslist. Put it on Zillow. I gotta turn around and go to meetup groups and do whatever it takes. Massive put action. my email list and do whatever. What's it gonna take me money? I gotta get this sucker sold. The problem is people attack this business with a lackadaisical attitude. Yeah. Mm. Right? They 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 they're missing the intensity level that's gonna go yeah. get them. The obsession. To that next level. The, the obsession. obsession. Yeah. And guess what? If you don't have your deal sold, then don't sleep in till eight o'clock. Yeah. Right? <laughs> get up at five o'clock. Get your email list right there. Turn around and turn around and get that and start getting that going and working on what it takes to to get that sucker sold. Talk to every single buyer you can talk to, right? Turn around and it's a hustle <laughs> to go out and do it. And then what happens is now you get the thing sold to a buyer what's it gonna do to make money now I gotta get the sucker close yep. I gotta get it cross the finish line I gotta get that buyer across the finish line I gotta get that seller across the I gotta get everybody in the title I got everything signed and here's the thing what if a title what if a, a title problem comes up what if there's a lien that comes on the property what if there's you, you gotta uh, solve it you gotta seller? figure it out what? you what's gotta gonna figure make it money out now I've got to do whatever it takes don't whine cry to quiet money about making it. activity right yeah don't cry about it don't turn you know don't don't whine about yep. it don't go, oh sorry my deal now bro I got a lien on the property don't do that <laughs> What? You push through it. You do whatever it takes. We, one of our sales guys went out there. We got a deal that was closing. He went out, couldn't get a hold of his seller, couldn't find out where he was, was ghosting him literally. The guy was set to go to jail. This was a Tuesday. On a Thursday, we had to get him to sign docs or this $20,000 deal wasn't going to close. Guess what I said? Get it done. Do whatever it takes. He went over the house. He waited for the seller. The seller came back. He got him in the car, brought him down the title, got him to sign docs, got him back to his house, dropped him off, and took him to lunch, got Boom. the deal done. Done. Whatever it takes. Drop yeah. him back to, no, to jail. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, drop him back to the house so he can take as much right, jail. Dropped him, off at, <laughs> dropped him off right? at Durango. Whatever <laughs> it takes. Yeah, exactly. So, the last thing is what happens to, to all our audience, what happens when you finalize and complete your first deal. What happens in that person's life, in mind? Well, 
all the circumstances. Everything you just said. All boom, the, boom, all, boom. You, you go through all that. You push all the way through. It's literally, it's a weight off your shoulders. It's a, it's a, I did it feeling. It's almost like, oh, I can't use that analogy, but it's almost. Oh, God, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. You realize that. But it's, it's. Uh, no, but, <laughs> Caught yourself. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, young teenager. Young, teen yeah, yeah. young teenager. So the bottom line is, it's, it's, it's literally like we talked about. Remember, you're going to have, you're going to have. You're gonna have all the the circumstances in life, and the critics in life, and everything is is the world is going against you. Once you make that commitment to get that first deal, what happens is literally it's almost like the clouds break, and the 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 sun comes up, and you feel the warmth of the sun, and the circumstances go away, and the the critics fall by the wayside, and the the exhilaration of I did it, and success has happened. Is such an amazing thing, and remember, don't not celebrate it. Oh yeah, celebrate, yeah, huge, celebrate yeah. your wins. Yeah, you got to celebrate your wins. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Go out and spend the time and say, listen, we're going to go crush it this weekend. You guys are going to have an amazing event this weekend. You're going to change lives this weekend. Go celebrate. Yeah. Don't go go to lunch. Don't go to Mastros and get a you know get yeah. a you know get a, a filet mignon. A or filet mignon or, or what they call those uh, you know those you know those seafood towers. Oh my oh, god, yeah. seafood tower. So good. That's, 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 <laughs> those go are good. do something that you've always wanted to do because listen, we're all going to be dead in a box. Yeah. We're going to be six feet under. Yeah. Right. And the only time is between what we do now and and that time frame. Right? Yeah. What we do. Oh, yeah. So the bottom line is you want to create the most incredible experiences, impact the mm. people, the most people in the lives possible. Create relationships. Um, have incredible yeah. relationships with you and your family and stuff like that. But yeah. take that time to be able to celebrate, and uh, and and that's where amazing things happen. You know, that's where the ideas happen. That's where liberating you know, for sure. growth. Yeah. Growth, wow. happens. growth happens. That's yeah. where you grow. That's where you you can spend time and listen to podcasts and read books and understand stuff, um, and and you can develop and evolve into that person that you are chasing. Wow! Wow! The five year set for yourself. Exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, uh, I mean, let's close this bad boy out right? <laughs> real quick. Uh, where can they follow you, everybody? Oh, watch flip, flip to freedom with the two. Flip the number two, freedom. Flip to freedom on IG. Um, we're friends. You can you can definitely add him, follow him. Um, he's dropping What's content that? every single day, every other day. Even when he's on vacation, sometimes he's dropping content. So there's no Good excuse. Stuff. Yeah, there's right. no excuse out there. You know, the, you got folks like Sean Terry you you guys out there. You, we're, you know, dropping content for free every yeah. single day, right? right? This so stuff, if you guys are sitting there right now and you still have the ability to come this weekend, I highly suggest it, right? Get in your car, drive, do whatever it takes. You know, well, I can't go. Those excuses, those excuses create mediocrity, Mm. right? Those excuses create average. Those excuses are what everybody else does. There is hundreds of people that are coming this weekend that took those excuses aside, took their schedule aside, talk to their family, do whatever it took, got themselves in a position where they could be here this weekend and their lives are gonna change dramatically. And I can tell you this, you do not want to miss this weekend's coming up with these guys because you will walk away on Sunday night going, thank God that I saw this live and I turned around and I made a decision to stop listening to my excuses and I got in the car, I found a way, I did whatever it took and I decided not to be average, not to be normal, not to be, you know, lame, struggling, whatever, struggling, and go yeah. out and, uh, and be, be above average, crush it, 
become successful and, and be here. And I will say this. Flip to Freedom inspired this. Flip to Freedom inspired there. All in Freedom. Everything started there. Yeah. So when is your next event? End of October. You guys are speaking there. Okay. Oh, oh. awesome. I can't wait. That's going to be a party. So The All in Family will uh, Yeah, we'll that's going to be a party. Oh, there you go. Bring the <laughs> Bring the cars to All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. By the way, there was over 309 shares. Keep sharing it. We are going to select a viewer of the week. Cool. And what that viewer of the week gets is we, um, on our VIPs, we're taking them to dinner on Friday night. Yeah. Well, that viewer of the week gets to join uh, dinner wow. with us. Wow. So. That's beautiful. Right? That's so that, amazing. Share it with everybody and your so, brother four times over, ten times sh- over. Share it <laughs> every single real estate group that you can, and uh, and let's grow this thing. You know, this is all for you guys. So, Mr. Sean. Brother, thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thank you so much, sir. That was amazing. That was amazing.